0: bet. Okay, we are live. Here, let me get my headphones on. I'm wearing my University of St. Mary's uh, gear right here. I'm
1: wearing UNC stuff once again.
0: Hey, Andrew Alirez. Big 12 champ, baby.
1: Oh, right! That is really awesome. Previously, UNC was 0-4 in those games. I know.
0: A hometown hero too. He's a Greeley boy. Greeley central boy.
1: I'm a hero. Alright. Well, shout out to uh, a
0: Coach bit. Bannis real quick over at Really Central Wrestling Coach. That's my guy.
1: Um, do you want to change the title of the stream?
0: Yeah, I could do that. Uh, while yeah, I, do, I that. do that, oh my uh, god! myself I, okay. I could hear myself
1: twice now. What's I could hear myself twice now. I what's what's that? Another pair of young Ubies to break down today.
0: Yes. Speaking of That's what I'm putting in the chat. You want to talk about? Um... <laughs> want to talk about Russ?
1: I mean, okay. But this is a special episode. This is a special stream because this is the first Playmakers Corner episode recorded in the Russell Wilson era of of the Denver Broncos. And so, in celebration of that, we're going to break down quarterbacks' films. Who? Look, it's connected in some way. Just enjoy (laughs) (laughs) the episode and be happy like me that the Broncos actually have a competent quarterback. Uh, No disrespect to Teddy and uh, Drew. I will always have that Houston game, but that's, that's about it. Um, Anyways, uh, speaking of quarterbacks that are now in the state of Colorado, these guys have been here longer than Russell Wilson, obviously, because they played this last season in the fall. For some teams in Colorado I'm talking about Alex Birch out of Horizon High School it is going to be somebody that we talk about today and we're going to open up the episode actually with uh, Austin Modruzowski who we've seen at you know Teamful Gorilla tryouts as well as in the ambush versus ducks scrimmage that happened is that three weeks ago
0: That was last week, bro. Uh,
1: (laughs) Everything is irrelevant these days for me. uh, But anyways. Yeah, it was two um, weeks ago. We got to see Austin put in some off-season work and kind of check out this Mountain Vista squad, at least what they'd look like in the secondary and through the air in sevens. We know that things look different, but uh, you know, very intrigued by Austin's journey here. He has a pretty interesting story, and I think that it's one worth taking a look at here. And also, Austin's family also offered to send over full game film for us to evaluate at a later time. However, we are going to watch through the freshman season huddle highlights and critique that along with things that we saw in person.
0: Yes. I mean, am
1: I missing anything? You pronounce no. it as a jet
0: What? True. What do you say? Is
1: that true? Great... Great boy, 5137. Watch, it's, it's Austin. It's and probably Austin. Austin. I'm going to say Austin. Because that's, that's the safe route. All right. That's what I do. But anyways,
0: um, um, we're going to need to ask Simon, him. You talk to him. Is there anything that you want to add back.
1: on here before we jump all the way into this? Or should we just watch the film, go through the rubric, and then talk to that?
0: No, we, we should talk about <laughs> the situation he was it's in Zion. his freshman year first. Uh, but other than that, no, you pretty. Needed. What? I am not muted. Hold up, bro. Give me one sec.
1: Simon, I cannot hear you.
0: I don't know what to tell you, bro. I didn't mute myself.
1: The silence is deafening.
0: One sec. Yo, are you good? Nope. Obviously not. I could see myself talking and whatnot. Here, give me one quick second. We'll do a couple quick checks and then we'll hop into this thing here. Um,
1: Looking for royalty free music? Hello?
0: Yo, what's up with you? You good?
1: there you are. There you are. I a bit of technical difficulties here at the beginning of, <laughs> of the show, but we'll be all right.
0: That was weird. I'm going to look back at that, but I can see my audio going up and down. I could so. see you
1: talking was the funny part. I could see you talking, but it was just like somebody hit mute on on the channel, but it's okay. We we persevered because that's what we do here at Playmakers Corner for the fans. We yeah. hang, we hang tight. And, okay,
0: uh, that explains a lot because I was saying stuff and you were talking over me, so I was like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> All right. Wow, you just accepted that. Yes, wow. yes. But anyways, let's here. Let's talk about Austin's. Uh, journey or uh, let's start with high school first right how this last season went before we look at his highlights how does that sound
1: that sounds great Simon okay i can now hear
0: but <laughs> well let's go ahead and hop into it so uh so played for mountain vista got snaps you know doesn't mean he was a starter i don't think from what it sounds like it sounded like that basically i mean he was look uh, I mean, he was splitting snaps, right, uh, with another quarterback. That's kind of how it sounds, uh, how it went down over there. Cody, you went to see him play against Arapaho. He had three pass attempts, so think crazy happened. Did have a touchdown in that game, though, which did end up mattering against uh, Arapaho. But other than that, you know, didn't really get a whole bunch of snaps for the most part. Uh, got a lot of snaps against Grandview the week before. And whatnot before that Arapaho game, and then you know, had about 15 against Legend, then obviously split against Rangeview, and so uh, very up and down. He really wasn't the full time starter, I would say, until uh, what is this October 21st? That's when, wait, he... right? That's the Castle game, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's when he went over 20 pass attempts for the first time in his entire career. So, I mean, I could probably assume there. And then uh, from there, he was a starter, you know, for the rest of the regular season and then their playoff game as well, which uh, I mean, he was impressive honestly in that little stretch as well i mean you know he made games throughout or he made plays throughout the year but this is when he really started to pick up and kind of settled in to his role here so there you go there i'm just going to read the stat lines real quick and um started with that castleview game and then down so uh, against castleview they lost that one that was a close one, 41 42 still won 24 36 for 360 passing yards three touchdowns to two interceptions oh you know a little. A little uh, inaccurate here. One of those interceptions was probably some sort of Hail Mary or some sort of last-ditch attempt to get into the end zone. So, I mean, basically a 3-1 to ratio. That's not bad at all. Um, got in a shootout with a solid cast of team as well who made the playoffs. So, there you go. Uh, beat Highlands Ranch pretty easily, 42-0. He threw for 245 passing yards, uh, four touchdowns in that game. Then in the playoffs against Legacy, he won 24 of 28, Uh, Only missing four passes. Very efficient here for 317 passing yards, six touchdowns, and a single pick. And then, unfortunately, they would go up against the defending champs and your eventual state champs in Cherry Creek. Um, I mean, still not the worst. 14 of 26, 157 passing yards, and two interceptions, no touchdowns in that game. And so... We're working with kind of limited film here. We will get his full film eventually, and we'll send over whatever, um, honestly, just whatever, like, I guess, updated notes or critique that we have but this will be a raw reaction so we're just gonna look at what we saw here and then obviously we've seen this dude throw before I mean he has a great arm uh, super accurate too and then also we've heard some really good things about him off the field as well which is never a bad thing I don't think we talk about um, as much as we probably could so just gonna throw that out there but uh Cody is there anything else you want to mention there about Austin here in the regular season playoffs how that kind of went
1: I mean, speaking on, you know, his his off the field, he is a three point eight GPA student. So that's that's impressive for sure. And, um, you know, I, I will say that during that Arapo game, I was really thrown off when they were switching out quarterbacks, kind of depending on the, the different throws and stuff. And I think it's a real shame that we didn't get to see more Austin earlier I think the only thing about it is, you know, at the beginning of the season, Vista was winning games. You know, they were three and two uh, before heading into league play. And then, you know, they kind of hit a, a two game skid before Austin really got his chance and, you know, put up a great fight against this pretty solid Castleview team that, you know, almost beat, uh, beat Pomona in the playoffs. So, You know, you have that and this legacy squad that he performed really well against in the playoffs, magnificently against in the playoffs. They have some dogs on the defensive side of the ball and even on the offensive side of the ball. This legacy squad had a lot of athletic talent, I want to say. And so, you know, I want to put some respect on legacy's name, but also by doing that, putting respect on Austin's name here. And I believe that one touchdown against a that he threw was to Jakai Mack, which By the way, another reason why it's a big shame that he didn't get in sooner is because, I mean, this Mountain Vista squad, receiving-wise, was stacked. You had Ja'Kai Mack, who's also a freshman, really athletic, excellent vertical. And then on top of that, you had Nick Stone, who is our number three-ranked senior receiver in this senior class. And honestly, one of the best to do it in the state. just all around really good, especially after the catch So that makes a quarterback's job easier. And I think that if he had gotten an early opportunity, that, you know, maybe they win this Castleview game. Maybe they win this Rock Canyon game. And something else that I think is really interesting about looking at Austin's schedule here compared to Alex's schedule here is they face a handful of the same teams, which is really weird considering that they're not in the same league. But uh, between league and out of league play, they bump into some similar opponents, which makes for some interesting comparisons. But, you know, other than that, follow follow uh, Austin at A-U-S-T-Y-N QB13 on Twitter. I just got to plug him real quick, and let's watch some film, Simon. That's okay. I will just... They can't hear me either. Yes, okay. So, anyways, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. This time on on the mouse end. Trying to watch this video. But uh, it looks like we've solved it. Uh, Coach V... Little-known fact about him—he also is an IT genius. So, uh, if you have any computer problems, go ahead and reach out to his DMs. I'm sure he'd love to see that.
0: No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I'm, um, I'm just used to being a teacher without help. So, anyways. Let's go ahead and look at Austin Bajuski's film here. It's uh, not super long here, not as long as some other other guys, but, you know, definitely plenty to look at here, and, uh, I mean, we'll stop and uh, talk about some of the stuff that is going on here as well. So, yeah. Uh, Cody, I'm at zero-zero. You ready?
1: Yep. All
0: right, let's get it. Three, two, one, go. All right, so I'm really interested to see what this film looks like. I mean, he was splitting snaps, so... Can't imagine he has the most amount of highlights. Ooh, Look at that
1: dart. To that's, start a off. that's a beautiful post route. Nice throw. Oh, this all is all right. We got some right Cherry here. Creek film.
0: It's never a bad game, thing.
1: A game that he struggled in, but you know we love to see any plays. That's really close to the line of scrimmage.
0: He was really that receiver was very much open. Yeah.
1: Yes, that was blown coverage for sure. But either way, a way to step up in the pocket, I guess. Be careful of that. Line nice, of good job. That's a low guy. snap. Oh, good please. Nice throw. I think that's Chikai again. So they're already forming a report. Oh, my lord. What is going on Jeez, with this center, on with dude? center?
0: Yeah. Nice <laughs> little throw to the sideline. Yeah,
1: way to get it out, man. Holy cow. That's some intense pressure, too. All right, mm-hmm. this is in the Castleview game where he really rocked. What a nice time. throw. throw. Good and touch. Nick taking it upfield, you love yeah, to see it.
0: That's his highlight right there. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've
1: seen this play before. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's a good throw.
1: Dang, twenty-eight. Oh, 42, they're down huh? forty-two to twenty-eight. They really tried to storm. Maybe they went for two or something and just missed out. oh
0: good job. Good
1: Poise in this pocket. This that's a good delivery. Constantly collapsing pocket. His receiver um, should
0: have stayed up, but that—that yeah. that was a good job there.
1: Oh my gosh, dude! This creek pressure.
0: I was nice underthrown. Throw. It was underthrown. You should have put it a it little, was, put a little bit more there. Should have put it a
1: little further, but I yeah. mean, it got there. Not bad. Uh, that pump this one was... used a little bit more work, but that's against legacy, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> got rocked <him laughs> on that yeah. throw. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. He does a pretty good job towards the middle Ooh. of the field. This the this one pocket
0: one. movement's pretty elite.
1: I, okay, here, I don't want to say
0: Elite just yet, but it's pretty good. I'm impressed. No,
1: no, it's very impressive, especially given the snaps.
0: He, uh, he low-key, he had him a had little him bit open earlier. Yeah. yeah, But that's For okay. the
1: time that he decided to deliver. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. He has some pretty solid completions in this creep game, which is reassuring. This is Thunder Ridge, I think. His Ooh, he poise. threw up a jump ball that didn't really need to be a jump ball, but that's okay. Yeah, it's Ja'Kai Mack. Out, right? You like that matchup.
0: Mm-hmm. His poise in the pocket is special, dude. Just how he manipulates it and throws under pressure.
1: And nice. how, he knows when like to hang in and he knows when to move, too, is mm-hmm. the really impressive thing. Like He has a lot of IQ as far as the pocket manipulation goes. This is just a different angle on it. No, nope. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he gets rocked in this game over and over again. But it's Creek. I mean, Their
0: great. front seven is all D one guys, basically. Yeah.
1: Nice lob to get door. over that's yeah. Herschel Craig too. He's a guy who bats passes down, and I think watching his film, he did bat some passes down against uh this Vista squad. But oh, I mean regardless, the score's a score. <laughs> he, oh, caught, he caught. them sleeping a he little got, bit there. Yeah, but that speed, they they caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a nice good delivery. delivery. Good touch mm-hmm. on it. Yes. He's way stronger over the middle than he is down the sidelines, though. That's something that I think is pretty noticeable. Um, would you say that's a timing thing, probably? Whoa, that was a no. That was good stone. So, you you like that matchup?
0: Uh, what do you mean? Is it a timing thing?
1: Like, you think if he's struggling with passes down the sidelines versus over the middle.
0: Well, down the sidelines could be pretty tough. I mean, I don't know. Uh, He has, naturally, pretty good timing in general on most of his throws. I just just haven't seen a lot of shots down the sideline, you know, just him ripping it. But also, it's probably because his line isn't giving him time to, you know, let his receivers get open either. Like even on this post route, man. Like he's fighting for his life to deliver that. This one my was a God. little late, but not bad. A little late, but. Oh, that looked oh. A, that looked a lot closer than what it probably was. But it was on the outside shoulder. It looked like so. I'll I give him a pass.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: That's He's real good.
1: On like every play. Get Joe Burrow here some help. <laughs> uh. Oh,
0: did he throw that tra- it looked like he was trying yeah, to throw the camera, outside.
1: The camera yeah. got fooled.
0: I mean he had to throw it a little bit, like make his yeah. receiver stop for it or else he was gonna run into him. Oh uh, no nope, nope nope okay uh, here go back let's I go back this? we'll yeah. stop yeah here let's go back to five oh three here real quick. Um and then I'll just keep playing this part here. This isn't the greatest <laughs> decision.
1: This is not the right read.
0: I am also wondering what down this is, cause maybe maybe there's a reason he's he's I trying you to force the it. Where,
1: where are
0: the Look at where the
1: markers That's are? That's why I'm How wondering what down read?
0: it is. Cause I see the markers right here Dude. at the forty and then they're How on did the you end other up forty. On the
1: forty-six yard line, and the first down's at the twenty. How did you?
0: It happens. It's probably what not his the... fault, obviously, but um, no, hey, such a... here, here, here. Let me look, let me at, the line, look well, at the other
1: sideline, though. Look at the other sideline. No,
0: yeah, I know. Here, I'm looking at this though, and this outside receiver who goes in. I think this is a post route. Let me look at this just one more time
1: here. Or is he drifting? No, I think it's supposed to be a post.
0: Yeah, no, he probably could fit it right here. But I think he tried to jump the gun a little bit. I mean, he didn't need to. There's not, like, a whole ton of pressure. But he tries to go for this guy who's releasing outside here. And, I mean, that safety is, like, just sitting on it. Plus, he also airs it just a little bit. Um, If that safety was a better safety, I'm just being completely honest, that should have been a pick. Like, I don't know why he's trying to tackle the receiver here.
1: Well, if, yeah. If he went for the ball.
0: Yeah, and now, so look at don't yeah, sorry at the left sideline
1: here. I'm just saying that that the correct read is zip. Like you're you're on the left hash right. Yeah. So you look at this wheel route on the left sideline here, and if you go for a velocity throw, then you have it. You know what I mean? It's the closer side of the field first off, so it's an easier throw, and the safety is not playing as aggressively as this other like. If you look down the left side sideline and throw it, you already have it. You know what I mean. Versus having to look down the right sideline, which is further away from you. You know, a football field is fifty-two yards wide, so this throw isn't just a twenty-yard throw. You know what I mean? Like it's working diagonally too.
0: I was gonna say as well. I mean, yeah, there's that. But I'm just I'm looking at this post route, man. And I mean, I want to say it's a post route. I mean, just hit it, right? kinda lead him a little bit wider towards open field. But also this um, this down marker is actually at the twenty. So this is like this has to be like something in at least thirty or forty. So it's not like he was gonna get it. But I mean look if you're under a bad decision and look there's there's a lot to football. I mean bad snaps, penalties, um, like you know that that that's a big one. Holding all that stuff as a quarterback. I mean you still gotta make the right plays and whatnot I'm being pretty picky here Not even gonna like cause we haven't stopped it into until, until this point here, but I mean hey just hit this post route I mean he's not running the best route either. You know, he looks like he's not expecting the it's ball lazy. You know, uh, and that's kind of on him, but he needs to be more ready up there But hey if I'm Austin, I'm like yo let me hit you, like, right here, kind of around midfield right now, because look at how wide these defenders are. And then if you make a play, you make a play. If not, then whatever. I mean, it's not like we were going to get the first down anyway. So it's just a discipline thing. I mean, when you're getting hit that much, um, especially Thunder Ridge, I mean, they're a good squad, obviously. The, that clock in your head starts going a little bit faster than you expect. So, that's okay. I mean, it's just one play, though. Um, at least that we see here. So, that's five minutes, nine seconds, Cody. I'm ready to go whenever you are. Wait, you ready?
1: Um,
0: okay. Alright, three, two, one, go. Other than that, he makes pretty good decisions. But, I mean, obviously, as a freshman, you'll see some of that.
1: Um, let's go ahead and start this video over. Are you yeah. fine with that?
0: I'm at and then 0
1: just give it some some more chances to pause and rewatch some of the good stuff. Um, are you ready?
0: Mm-hmm. Ready. 3, 2, 1, go.
1: I mean, this first throw, this is a really nice throw. This is against Thunder Ridge as well. Look at that.
0: I mean, yeah, it's just good timing, and he catches that safety off.
1: This is really close to the line. That's really close to the line of scrimmage.
0: I'm not as concerned. You should have pushed it a little bit farther here. I mean, you know, as a quarterback, you know where the line of scrimmage is, or you should, you know, as long as you have a foot behind, you're good.
1: Now, this throw, let's watch this one here at 34 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. So, first off, low snap. You're already at a disadvantage here. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, it looked like they were behind basically this entire game, right? Mm -hmm. On the bright side, this pocket looks the best that it looks in this entire video. Um, But anyways, I feel like he makes a pre-snap read here to know kind of where the ball needs to go. And he just puts it in the only place where his receiver can catch this. Look at where the defenders are. You know, and look at where the ball is for this receiver to make this catch. I mean, if you pause it at 37 seconds, that is just – it doesn't get much better than that. You know what I mean? And then the receiver is able to touch the feet down, which is fine and cool. But also, like, this safety is so far away on this throw that getting hit is not really a big danger. And this has to be a pre-snap read because look how far away the corner is. Look how far away the safety is look how quickly this ball's like i'll say quickly in like the decision making part of delivery but the release does take kind of a second which you could attribute to the low snap too but he kind of lumbers this throw a little bit so a little bit of good well a lot of good on this throw and just a little bit of critique um simon you have anything else to add on to this throw here
0: yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, here's here's I'm like looking at this. It's definitely a pre-snap read, but I think this safety would definitely be paying a little bit more attention if uh, the ball wasn't fumbled in the backfield here, because I think him kind of looking down and having to readjust and get all that kind of made that safety uh, not play as tight to that zone as he probably could have been, because he kind of lofts it up here, and I think he's trying to aim for like. Maybe the back of the end zone here. Or at least just far, um, farther, more de- deeper than where this safety is. Because this safety is just lacking, you know. And then I assume this is the corner that was behind. Or maybe this is the corner. Either way.
1: It might have been like a cover two look.
0: Well, neither of them are doing a good job. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, but, I mean, this is just good awareness. It's def- It has to be a pre-snap read, you know. Um, and then obviously, kudos to the receiver to just going up and getting it. You know, so I'm not yeah. I'm not as mad. He was aiming for the back of the end zone. You know, when things are <laughs> kind of crazy and something's outside of your control as a quarterback happens, and you're in the red zone. I, in my opinion, it's never a bad thing to kind of just aim for that back of the end zone because that's the worst you throw it out, right? So there you go. But I'm not mad at it. It's a good placement and it's just a good heads up play here. Um, but look, if that snap is on time, though. You got to look that safety off because, like I said, he's only playing off because his eyes are somewhere else. So I'm just going to say that right there. But good play. So, yeah. Uh, 39 seconds. Ready? Yep. 3, two, 1, go. Yeah, I don't know what's a good going time to on.
1: Judge throw on the run here.
0: I don't know what's going That's on with uh, on his uh, center, but he's not doing his job. It's some of these clips. I'm just going to be real.
1: That's sweet. I like this throw here. Let's take another... Let's watch this one. This is one of my favorite plays. Also, because I'm a Nick Stone truther, but right here at 54 seconds. Because he looks right first. Notice that? Notice mm-hmm. that quick glance right? Yeah. And I think that pushes this linebacker, number 45, that way pretty hard. Like, he looks panicked.
0: You look at... You mean the guy attacking. with the red sleeves here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he looks panicked, and then I think he looks at another receiver tw- further towards the left. Cause just look at his head—it's right, left, and then comes back slightly right here for this
0: oh, nice throw painful.
1: to Stone. That just has good touch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I love a bullet here, and I don't know if I—and I, I don't like more touch here. But looking right helps move that initial red sleeve linebacker right. And then I think that the look left pushes 32. Like, look, 32 glances to his right, you know, so Austin's left here. And that gives Austin just the window here to push this ball to Nick, who, I mean, you love getting the ball to Nick in the middle of the field because, I mean, look what he does next. Later. You know what I mean? So this is a really sweet play for a variety of reasons, and I think that Part of it is him being able to move the defense with his head on this play which you see just very very well um i love this play a lot i love this play no i do
0: too i mean he he's just he's moving uh defenders with his eyes i'm gonna also critique Castleview a little bit here this is bad zone play i mean why are, their bodies are completely turned towards the receivers um which means that they don't trust each other, which is not good, which leaves a wide-open gap here that the safety has to clean up, but if the middle linebackers are playing tight here, then they kind of take away that look. You know, maybe Austin still tries to fit it in there, but at least they're in a position to contest it. Regardless, though, this is a good job by Austin. I mean, looking right, he's really just looking right and then left. And then both of these linebackers just part like the Red Sea here because, I mean, he's probably got them before. You know, and, so, and then just a great throw, too. Way to deliver it. I mean, yeah. that's a hard throw to make. If it's underthrown, I mean, obviously it's incomplete. Maybe a pick. I mean, this linebacker is looking at it. Uh, if, it's if it's overthrown,
1: it's a pick, too.
0: Yeah, Honestly. probably. Even slightly well, overthrown. I mean, if it's overthrown, then it's probably incomplete because the safety is playing kind of close here. But, I mean, if it's... I mean, look, it's just great accuracy. Good timing, too. I mean... This is some high level of stuff. There are senior quarterbacks that don't do that at all. From this year and last year. You know, and that's why they're where they're at right now. So, all right, I'm at 58 seconds. Ready?
1: You're at 58 seconds?
0: That's, like, near the end of the play here. Uh, Call it a minute. Um
1: Okay, one minute.
0: All right, three, two, one, go.
1: Nick Stone, putting in work. Shout out to- All right, I'm gonna
0: start to... grading here.
1: All right, back to Cherry Creek here. Instant pressure, steps up and- po- Oh, great pocket movement. Nice throw on the run too. That's mm-hmm. sweet. Quick little That's throw. That's sweet. Yeah, I, I have my rubric. Going so now I just need to up some things. Way to set your way to set your feet, but like you said, a little under. You the gotta prone. push it, yeah, yeah.
0: Jesus, accuracy—he could fit into some tight spots
1: over the middle. Ooh, that that receiver's wide open. Good, <laughs> yes. Oh, way to duck in. Holy cow. His awareness. It's good.
0: Oh, it's, yeah. It's next level. Uh, Go your
1: throne there, timing's not great.
0: So I'm watching this over, you know. He could obviously throw with good timing. And I'm wondering if some of the bad timing throws are just decision stuff. Because that's kind of where I'm at. Like, he's taking too long to make a decision here or there, you know. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And so that's... I'm probably going to dig that a little bit more than timing. Because I've seen this dude just straight up set and throw. And he he does well, you know. But then you put some defenders in his face. And as, you know, this goes for any football player, especially young ones like uh, um, this young freshman here in Austin. I mean, you know, things change. And uh, your decision-making is not as sharp when you're under stress. So that's why you just got to do your homework and make sure, you know, you, you stay on top of it. And even when you're dull, you're sharp.
1: That's, uh, that's a good quote right there. That should be your next Insta-caption, Coach v.
0: Yeah, it should be, huh? <laughs> I'm, a. Uh, Man, I'm I'm feeling like in the in the short amount of film that we're watching too, like I'm just feeling him as a passer. Like he, I like
1: his poise heading forward. Yes. But I he definitely has a lot to work on.
0: I wouldn't say a lot. I mean <laughs> he's uh he's a young quarterback, you know, so like this is kind of where I would expect him to be at. Uh, especially in the decision-making aspect of things. I mean, if he's just setting and throwing, like he's he's pretty solid, you know.
1: Yeah, I think that. Um, I think that with a quick passing game, that he could really excel, and then just when the defense gives him the chance, he could take those big shots over the middle. I mean, this really spreads it out for him. When we when Mason and I went and watched with the other quarterback. They ran like wing T, basically, uh, with the other quarterback. So that just comes to show you how much confidence they have in Austin versus... Oh, yeah, that throw to that outside shoulder is not as close as it looks. Yeah. Um, That looks a lot closer. That's a sweet throw.
0: Yeah. I
1: like the timing on that.
0: It just takes some watching over, honestly. Yep. Yeah, I think his pocket movement's going to be pretty high up there for me. It's going to be higher than any of the seniors for sure. At least from this year. Uh, yeah, He's 6'3", 185 too. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's that in this film.
1: Oh, his frame is great.
0: But we've seen him in person. He's he's built. (laughs) He's legit. To say the least. Well,
1: I also... I I gave his frame some bonus points, too, because of the beating that he takes on this film. And the fact that he was able to continually play so many snaps. Simon, do you want to play these legacy highlights minute 16? Wait, what? This is his sixth touchdown game.
0: What do you mean? Oh, you mean on the subtle... Yeah, one yeah. Sec. let me pull that up here. We'll watch some of this. Ad. We'll wait for the ad to go, and then we'll watch some of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, this this is his premiere game, so this is where his best film is going to be at, and then we can kind of uh, talk about where we finally stand. I, I'm pretty close to my final grade here i am too oh did you already hit play Mhm. oh wow. sorry
0: I i'm see at how it is. 17
1: seconds oh my lord what's happening to me yeah because we saw this touchdown oh my lord what is happening okay um
0: are you good do you want me to yeah. stop
1: we're, we're okay just three
0: Wait, no, where are we? Oh at? wait,
1: no. Oh, I thought you were saying we're gonna meet up at 17 seconds.
0: Alright, we're at 17 seconds. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay. Go.
1: This throw. Yep. Wide open. Oh. That looked like a legit RPO, honestly. Which is great for decision making. Ooh. It's a nice fade. That's as close as it yeah. gets. Notice how they're not thrown to that Braden Keith side.
0: I may be here. overrating him just slightly here, but I do like what I see. So I'm just gonna say that.
1: Um His pump fake needs to work. It's not fooling anybody when he pump fakes. Ooh, interesting. Okay. And I think part of that is because his wind up is so long that like but you know how I feel about the hitch and throwing. It's just like you can't really break oh, pump fakes when your arm really does a full 360 rotation. You know?
0: Hey, are you good? Are you there? Yeah. What? No, you were a little robot there. But no, I get what you're saying. I mean, his is, uh, throwing motion could be a little bit smoother, maybe a little bit faster i'm being honest with you but okay i have my grades do you want to just talk about it and get it going here yes okay i'm gonna keep this highlight reel playing in the background here (sighs) let's start with arm power arm accuracy i'm very high on it i think he's gonna get stronger and whatnot not that he has a weak arm but i there are definitely times where it's like hey just push it a little bit farther here downfield, like really make your receivers work for it. If it's overthrown, I'd rather have that than underthrown, obviously. And just looking on some of these touchdown throws, it's like you could do a little bit better, um, especially that throw on the run. And so there's definitely gonna be some stuff taken off. But regardless, I mean, he could fit into some pretty tight spots. Arm power wise, I'm giving him an eight point. You know what? I- I'm giving him an eight point six. I think he could definitely get up to a 9 for sure here, you know. But not bad, 8.6 for now. I mean, for a freshman, that's obviously really good. A lot of that, like I said, coming on some of these deep throws. I need him to push it a little bit farther, and then his throw on the run. I mean, it's like, look, obviously throwing on the run is never a smooth... Oh, Okay, never mind. Cody, you there? You good?
1: Yes, I can hear you now. Okay,
0: bet. Uh, Obviously, throwing on the run is never like a smooth throwing motion and whatnot. For a lot of quarterbacks, it's awkward, and that's fine, you know. But eventually, you get—I mean, you just gotta embrace the awkwardness when it comes to throwing on the run and find what works best for you. What's you know what what gets the ball there, right? And I think, just watching him throw on the run, he is not as comfortable throwing it deep, and that's fine, you know, but. It could be better. I'd like to see a little bit more power on that throw on the run. And so our power is at an 8.6. Accuracy, though, there are times where he could really put it on the money. I mean, just watching through this film, seeing him throw live, he is very accurate. Like, when he gets to set and throw, like, he will kill a team because he's so accurate, you know. He can fit into wherever he really – I mean, whatever he wants to fit it into, you know. And, I mean, um, he puts his receivers in positions to to make plays, to score, you know. That's kind of what I like to see, so I'm giving him an 8.8 here. Uh, before I move on, Cody, what what are your grades for Austin? And well, uh, what's this, your reasoning?
1: This is our biggest disparity yet on a live stream.
0: Okay, that's and fine.
1: His arm just looks really weak to me sometimes. I can't. Well, I want those. The throws on the sidelines specifically, okay. um, the way that he struggles with that. I think that with most of the other quarterbacks that we've looked at, that they're able to push it down the sideline. But, you know, once he's throwing to that wide side of the field, it does look a little bit harder. Not to mention that there's not really any throws on here where I'm like, oh, he really had some mustard on there. You know what I mean? Where he just looks like he has a lot of touch passes, and maybe he just overutilizes touch on his passes. That could be possible. But his arm power, I think, needs a lot of work. And so I gave it a 4.8, um, which is, like, Ooh. its average is kind of where I see it at right now. Um, but uh, I, I think that it needs a lot of work on velocity mainly. Um, and it does just look bad to me sometimes, where it's just like, oh, my gosh, what is what is that throw? Um, but the upside is there, I think. And um, it, I, I, as noted on our, on our scale here... It, it will suffice for the time being, but it could be a problem if he does not address it, I think. His accuracy, however, I did rate pretty high. I gave him a 7.8. He just makes some really wow throws, I think, where it's just like, okay, that is on the money, especially on some of those medium kind of routes. He does flex some, you know, you know what? Actually, I'm going to bump this up here to like an 8.4, I think is more accurate here for, you know, what he's able to do kind of over the middle and these crossing routes that a lot of quarterbacks, I think, kind of struggle with. And I think what you were saying about it's more his, um, you know, kind of like decision making. Like he, if he sees the throw sooner, then the throw is going to be where it needs to be, kind of. And so that's why I think that his arm accuracy, I think it's there. And any of these passes that may seem thrown a little bit behind, I think that's more on not seeing it or not deciding on that throw so- soon enough. Is what I will say but I mean that I mean that back shoulder or you know that throw towards the outside shoulder throw that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying that his accuracy is very good um, three-star talent kind of accuracy on throws like that
0: I'm gonna be honest I I might need to defend his arm power here because there are definitely times he just rips it especially into tight spots I don't think it's timing Um, per se, (laughs) just because, I mean, he has solid timing, but, like, there are just times where, like, I mean, his line is not doing him any favors and he needs to get the ball out, and he does, you know, and so um, I I, I get what you're saying on some of these, like, deeper, farther throws, but for me, that's not enough to drop him below a 6 or 7, in my opinion. But that's just where I'm at, you know. Arm accuracy-wise, I mean, I like it a lot. I think a lot of the variety i guess of where uh his uh where the placement of the ball is sometimes is due to his line you know if he was playing behind palmer ridge's line he wouldn't miss like his arm accuracy would be uh, right here where it's at because i mean we've seen him throw in person obviously there's no pressure there uh, outside of you know your internal clock and whatnot but like You know, it's obviously still different, but when he is setting and throwing, I mean, he's ripping it into tight spots, and he's getting it there, and he's doing his thing, you know, and so I'm giving him a little bit more credit here, and that's definitely a little bit more of a slight, you know, to his line, which isn't anything personal, but it's like, I mean, look, it's bad snaps like this one, it's like... No one blocking the edge rushers. It's inside linebackers getting way too much penetration. I mean, it's a lot of things there. And so uh, that, in my opinion, affects arm power and arm accuracy. Uh, At least just looking at this because it's just situational. You know, and so that's what I'm going to hold it to for now. Because I've seen him throw in person. And I know he could rip it into some tight spots, even when it is good defense. Because playing against the Ducks, I mean, they made team full gorillas struggle at times as well especially in the end zone that's kind of just what they do they'll let a lot of yards i'm not even gonna lie up and down the field but when it comes to the red zone and it's a little bit more compact they definitely lock up um part of it is because they're mostly made up of linebackers it feels like as well and they're good linebackers so that's kind of where i'm at you know and so i i'm gonna kind of stick here with my uh ratings and we'll just keep it going i mean timing on throws and giving him an 8.3 like i said that's a little bit more situational it's good at times it's not as good at times i think it's definitely more um the reason why that timing could be a little bit off at times is because he has a lot of pressure in his face you know and it's not like he could wait like you know just throw the check down all the time either it's i mean you know it's he's not waiting a long time to throw the ball it's just, I mean, there's just no time, you know. And when you are in that kind of situation, there's not too much you can do except for try to get the ball off, you know, get it to your receiver. If it's not there, then it's not there. But, I mean, if there's a sliver, if there's an opening, you got to put it on the money. And so uh, that's kind of where I'm at with timing. Here, I'll give him an eight point an eight just flat just because – Be a little bit better. I'd like to see more consistency there. Uh, Overall mechanics and fluidity, I like the lower body. I mean, just looking at it right here, you know, I mean, he does a really good job of just like making sure uh, his feet are set and he's throwing so that he could get as much as he wants on it, especially when he's throwing on the run or rolling out or evading pressure, you know, and so that's kind of where I'm at with uh, overall mechanics. Uh, The upper body part is a little. It's, it's a little, you know, um, concerning. You know, not too concerning. I mean, when I watch uh, Austin Madruski throw, and I watched him throw for the first time live at Team 4 Guerrilla Tryouts, I said he looked a lot like Luke McAllister. I mean, height-wise, throwing motion-wise. I think a lot of people agreed with that as well. I mean, just looking at his throwing motion and whatnot. Uh, look at Luke McAllister's highlights from Palmer Ridge, you know, class of 2021. I think they are almost identical here which you know i mean they have uh, some of the same quarterback coaches i think they both worked with jenkins and whatnot obviously austin he's with jenkins but he's also with epo shout out to our guys over there who also coach beckham crits and dj bordeaux uh, but i just see a lot of the same um you know mechanics there and uh i mean look that hitch is why he's not at like a higher rating i mean honestly it's an 8.2 is probably a little bit generous here I'll, I'll bump it down to an eight flat here and then last but not least i think this will justify some of my ratings here a uh, decision making i'm giving him a 5.5 maybe even a little bit lower here uh look i get it as a freshman you know there's some things you got to learn But also because you're a freshman, there are just some things you're not going to know until you experience it. And that is fine. That is okay. You know, uh, as long as you learn from it. Is the biggest thing here, and so for now I gotta give him a 5.5. There are times where I feel like he is holding on to the ball too long, especially, and you could kind of see this, especially when he's hunting for a touchdown. You could see him hold on to the ball a little bit too long here, miss a window or two, because uh, he's so transfixed on a receiver when he's in this end zone, red zone situation. And so if I'm a DC and I'm trying to defend Austin, I'm like, hey, look, you know, here are his, you know, primary receivers. Let's double-team them and make him go to his fourth and fifth read here. If it's there. you know, And if it's not there, then he's going to try to force it there anyways. Make a really good throw. And, you know, all we could do is put y'all in position. Y'all got to defend the pass. You know, that's a 1-on-1, 2-on-1 type of cinch. And so if I'm a DC, that's what I'm looking at there. You know, just because, honestly, when he's in the red zone, there are just times where I know he's trying to get that touchdown. And every quarterback is trying to score, you know, when they're in the red zone. But... You know, sometimes the, the best decisions you can make on offense um, helps everyone, you know, not just you and your receivers. But, you know, put your offense in a position to maybe run the ball in, uh, get you on the two or something like that. Uh, but I'd rather have that than force it into some of these situations because you could definitely tell when it's like 20 yards or less, he's like transfixed. And uh, you got to work on that. You know, that's a that's a habit you got to break. And a lot of quarterbacks I have in Colorado, honestly. Not just him. You know, not just young quarterbacks. I see a lot of seniors do this. Ugh. Too many times. But uh, that's where I'm at, Cody. Does that make sense to you here? Uh, I'm giving I, I'm giving him pretty high ratings uh, in these first couple categories. But that decision-making just needs to get better. I'm even going to drop it down to... I'm sorry, Austin. But I have to. Just a five for now. You know, um... So yeah, but what do you think about that? Plus what were your ratings for those last couple categories?
1: Our decision making is exactly the same. And initially after watching this film, my decision making was a lot lower though. I had him at like a four point like four, but then I thought about what I've been seeing in or what I saw at the ambush versus duck scrimmage. And what I saw there was him taking a lot of those short passes and kind of taking that death by paper cuts kind of approach for a couple of those drives against the Ducks. And I thought that he was hitting his swing routes. He was hitting those bubbles, those quick outs, those quick slants, you know, he was willing to take some of those shorter throws. And that's why it kind of built him up to this five. Also, you know, he threw more touchdowns than interceptions. So I want to give him a little bit of credit there. I feel like that's like the medium point is right there at that five, um, where it's just like, sometimes he makes really good decisions, but I don't want to give it too high of a grade before seeing it in a padded game. Um, and once again, uh, I, my grades were not as high as yours, but I still think that they're solid. You know, it, and it comes down to consistency for me. Is kind of where I, I draw a lot of these lines. Where you know his timing on throws, I gave a six, and you even talked me up on that one a little bit because you know sometimes his timing is very, very good. It's very, very good. Like you said, the line does impact this, but just, you know, uh, timing is timing, whether you're throwing off your back foot or not, or whether you roll out plants and then, you know, kind of under throw route a little bit here. And that's where I kind of ping him a little bit again, is I think that, you know, sometimes his receivers are reaching behind them. And I think that, you know, whether that's because he feels the pressure from the defense it, at the end of the day, it's a timing thing. Um, And I do want to see what does happen when he is provided with some more protection. But for now, I got to put it at a 6. I can't bring myself to bring it much higher without seeing just more of it. Uh, On top of that, I did give his overall mechanics a 6.2 because I love that when he is rolling out, he does try and plant whenever possible. And I do think that, you know, part of his mechanics and his footwork is very, very good. But that hitch... I think that it loses him a lot of time. I think that it's improving. I think that his speed and his release is on the come up based off of what I've seen this offseason. But all of this work is without shoulder pads on. So that's why I'm skeptical to raise it too, too much with that hitch. Um, Simon, so, mean, you might <laughs> you might be on on the defending side for a little bit here until we get to the pocket stuff because that's when I first really give him Uh, pretty high, you know, A-worthy grades. Um, Because these next few categories here of uh, scramble ability and throw on the run, once again, I just don't think there's a lot of volume to these. And, you know, the glimpses that I do see, I do want to give good grades with. But consistency goes a long way, which is not something that Alex or Austin really had the luxury of this season. Uh, I will admit that he did not have... You know the ability to kind of develop that consistency and develop that you know rhythm because he wasn't the full-time starter but it is something that i can't necessarily you know i i won't do gimme points because he wasn't afforded that luxury if that makes sense
0: i mean that's fine i <laughs> that's fine it, it is what it is i'll i'll talk about um ways to earn those points you know uh, Austin here in a little bit here because there are definitely, I'm just looking through the film again, there are definitely times um, and probably situations where he could take off some of that heat and buy himself more time. Because, I mean, look, I mean, is Mountain Vista really going to out recruit Highlands Ranch and Thunder Ridge for linemen?
1: Let's just be, I'm just, let's just be real. Depends on the year, I guess, but. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, let's just, I mean, let's just be real. No,
0: I mean, there's. There's, there's linemen in these areas that are very good, you know, and so, Rock I mean. Rock Canyon. Yes, Rock Canyon too. So, I mean, it's not going to be easy, and I don't think you should be blaming your lineman either. I'm, even though, you know, I'm giving him, you know, a little bit more credit and saying, like, yeah, you know, his lineman play could be better. I mean, as a quarterback, obviously, you never go around blaming your lineman. You work with you get, you know, and then you get better from there. But as a grader, I'm going to keep that in mind and be like, yeah, like I'm not going to – like, I mean, like he's not – He's, he's not like a college or a, what am I saying? He's not a not a college prospect because I mean you know his line doesn't help him out. There are plenty of quarterbacks that don't have a line that are much better than where they're at. But I feel like they're unfairly graded. And then you have some of these guys in California who have like you know a million linemen on their squad and whatnot that could all start on the D two D one D three level um, that are overrated by a lot. So. You know, that's kind of where I'm coming from with there. But, uh, look here, let's just keep it going here. Uh, decision making, I mean, we're on the same page. Scramble ability, he's not a dual threat. He's so. not
1: a scrambler. Uh, I gave it a 3.6, which may be harsh. Um, but okay. it's just not a part of his game. That's why I have it. A, I have it a 3.6 because he can move, you know? He's not like a statue back there. But it's just like a 4 means that you can scramble. From time to time, and he'd much rather just throw the ball, um, which is fine. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, until you know, I, I mean, he didn't even rush for a single touchdown this season, so I can't really give it a four.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you're a quarterback. You're not a running back. So for me, I it's not as big of a deal. I give him a four point five. I mean, he could definitely move around a bit and whatnot. I think, like I said, he's probably more comparable to Luke McAllister. Like, he could move around and he could run a little bit, but it's not like he's the greatest athlete in the like, naturally gifted, the greatest athlete in the world. Like, you know, with 4-4 four, four speed and a great shuttle time and all that stuff. And honestly, who cares? I mean, your job is to move your offense down the field. So, you know, as long as you're doing that, you're fine. There's multiple ways to play quarterback, but... Uh, we're on the same page there. Throwing the run ability. Uh, you, you throw some good dots in the short, in, yeah. especially in the short game. You know, I'm very impressed with that. Medium, you know, it's probably hit or miss uh, from time to time throwing the run. Deep, I don't, no, no, you know, probably not. not. No, so I'm, I'm going to probably ding him just a little bit here. I'm giving him a solid 6.5. You know, uh, like I said, uh, when it's short, like if it's like five or ten yards and you need to get first down, he can fit into some pretty good spots, you know, especially when he's doing this thing like he's uh, doing here, like just making a defender miss and just getting it off. He puts it on the money, you know, and those are usually, I mean, look, if you're an outsider and you're watching it, you're like, oh, those short passes, those should be gimme throws. They're not always gimme throws, you know, especially when you're twisting around and having to reset and then having to twist around and then reset again. Like, it's, it happens, you know. There are a lot of players... Who can't make some of these passes. And so, for that, you know, I'm giving him a 6.5 there. Um, And then, here, let's, and then I'll I'll let you talk about that real quick before we go into pocket awareness and movement if you want to talk about that as well. But uh, what was your thought on the run ability? What do you think about that?
1: Um, I gave it a 5.7, which is good. You know, I the okay. flashes, once again, are there. Like you said, the short game, I mean, those, those throw on the runs against Creek where, I mean, he was running for his life that entire game, it looked like. You know, he does deliver some strikes. Um, but, you know, once it gets a little bit further, once it gets a little bit harder, then it's hard to just give him... I mean, look, if he puts that one throw where he's rolling out right, if he puts that throw in front of the receiver and the receiver scores on there, we might be talking about like a seven here. We're talking him that big of a swing to be able to push it downfield while on the run like that. Um, but I don't necessarily blame him. It's not really a part of his game. Austin is a big time pocket quarterback. And that's how this offense is going to be ran. That's how it was ran for this Ducks versus the ambush scrimmage where, you know, rollouts, design kind of rollouts you know what I mean and but for the most part I think that a quick hitter kind of offense is gonna accentuate a lot of things about Austin and open up a lot of doors but when he does have to hold on to the ball and when he does have to manipulate this collapsing pocket this past year this is where and I might have gotten a little high on these but I think that his ability to sense pressure in the pocket and manipulate the pocket I think it's elite. I'm going to say, Simon said, oh, maybe it's an overreaction. No, it's elite. I gave his pocket movement, or his pocket awareness, a 9.1 because there's just some pressure that he literally cannot see, but he feels so, so well. And that was higher than uh, any other pocket awareness from the senior class that I've graded so far. And I gave his pocket movement a 9. I think that he shows the ability to step up in the pocket, to move the pocket left or right. I think that he shows a great uh, ability to, you know, not, like, take huge lunges forward in the pocket but really just take a quick simple a simple little dip step and deliver a strike. I think that he can move backwards and let the pressure move past him or you know I think that his ability to manipulate the pocket is A1 sauce and that's why he gets an A in both these categories for me not to mention I gave his uh, frame slash size of 8.5 which is one of the higher grades of frame that I've given simply because I mean look he's already 6'3 185 pounds but, I mean, he takes a pounding in these in these clips and he survived. You know what? Actually, I'm going to give his frame slash size like a 8.7. I wanted to do 8, but I'm going to go 8.7 um, just because, I mean, he takes some serious hits in these videos and he continued to drop back and stick in there and hang tough. And toughness is a part of frame and size, you know. It's kind of like that frame and size is where that kind of like injury X-factor Uh, kind of chips in, and Austin, I mean, I I feel like he was smaller against, like, this Creek squad, and still, you know, hung in there and had plenty of dropbacks in this game. You know, I am going to give it an 8.8. I've decided that this brings an 8.8. mean, I mean, seriously, you see some of the hits that this guy takes, and it's like, I can't believe that, you know, he goes back out and then, you know, he didn't have the best game, but I'll be damned if he didn't, you know, deliver some strikes during that game against Creek. So
0: fair um i'm basically with you gave him a nine pocket awareness what you give him for pocket movement
1: again bro i gave his movement a nine and his awareness
0: a 9.1 oh okay yeah so we're not far i gave him a nine uh for pocket awareness 8.9 for pocket movement um, could be a little bit faster uh, looks a, a little stiff at times he's still moving better than most quarterbacks pretty much um, all quarterbacks in the state as far as pocket movement goes but could be a little bit faster there there's room for improvement um, always so 8.9 frame and size I mean he's about as big as DJ Bordeaux I uh, gave DJ an 8.7 so I'm giving Austin an 8.7 here Um, yeah, I mean, I I would say toughness would go, go under decision making for me personally. I mean, you know, where you got to deliver the ball, are you going to do it or not? Right. That's what it comes down to. And he does. And so he probably deserves a little bit more credit there, but that's not think of five is appropriate there for now. Um, so yeah, so my overall grade Cody was a 76 flat. What is yours?
1: Mine's a 66.6. Okay. Don't read into that. Don't read into that viewers and (laughs) listeners, but anyways, um, because, okay, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm a pretty tough grader here and he is, I feel like he's one step away from being in this, you know, top five kind of like the fact that he's rated pretty close to some of these senior quarterbacks that I looked at. I think that's very promising. Uh, I I'm grading him really hard because I know that he could do better, and I know that he's going to do better. And so I like this as a baseline here because looking to the future, I mean, I just don't think he athletically has some of the same tools of quarterbacks that we have looked at. You know, he doesn't have the Blake Paladino arm. He doesn't have, you know, the Beckham-Kritza arm and, and that kind of, you know, offense and system going for him. But Mountain Vista has faith in him, and I also have faith in him and i think that from what i've seen in this off season that he's only going to get dramatically better his weapons are going to get better mind you uh you know they are graduating Nick stone but don't let that scare you because once austin you know kind of settles in they have some talent coming in that freshman class as well that uh i think this vista team is going to be able to score a lot of points and I think that his scramble ability will not matter because I think he's just going to be able to dice open defenses and more attempts, more rhythm, more chemistry, and actually being provided the starting job from the start of the season. I think that's going to make a huge difference in his film evaluation for his sophomore year. So, Austin, it, it, it's tough love is basically what I'm saying, but it's not out of doubt, if that makes sense.
0: Sure. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, for sure. Um, That's fair. Look, I'm giving a 75.9. I truly believe that's where he's at right now. Um, Comparatively, if you're looking at Beckham Kritzer, because he's the other freshman, uh, big time freshman here uh, on the 5A level that did his thing. Beckham, I gave him a 75 flat. You know, so I do think Austin does some things that are a little bit better than Beckham, in my opinion. I think, personally, Austin has a stronger arm when it comes to fitting it into tighter spots. You know, I think he just has the ability to really rip it and get it up in there. Beckham, there are times where, you know, it floats a little bit in that short and medium. Um, But then after that, you kind of have accuracy downfield and whatnot. Obviously, there's some differences there. And then you have timing. I mean, timing is a big one um that's one that i think austin has over beckham but we're not here to compare the two i mean look Austin madrowski i think he's somebody that you know wasn't in the greatest situation for the majority of the season let's just call it how it is he had four or five games where he was truly starting uh out of 11 That's, I mean, that's the majority of the season, right? Um, I think it does make a difference when you play quarterbacks, uh, especially young ones, and stick with them throughout the season rather than switching them in and out. I think that's hard. You know, and I get it, you want to compete and whatnot, but when you're running almost totally different offenses too, Cody, you said the other quarterback ran a wing tee. Austin obviously ran more of a spread, air rate type of look here. I mean, that's hard on the entire offense because those are two different systems that the offense needs to learn. You know, um, it sounds like whole systems as well, which sucks. Like, I'm just going to be real. That sucks, you know. Uh, And so for Austin here, for him to really kind of line it up here near the end of the season and earn that starting job, uh, obviously, first off, congrats for earning that job. You earned that in practice. But for him to do that and really just get, like, just get on fire here. I mean, look, his last four games here. Um, yeah, last four games, 360 yards, 245, 317, and then against Creek, 157, that was his lowest. But in the that four-game span, I mean, he threw for 13 touchdowns, Granted, to, you know, five interceptions. That's where a lot of those interceptions came in. But 13 to 5, you know, you're averaging roughly um in that 270, 280-yard range. You know, that's pretty good. For somebody who um, was going in and out with the other guy, you know. And so I'm giving him a lot more credit here. That's a tough situation to step into. And it's also a tough situation to step into when your line isn't, you know, just giving you help. Uh, I just got to see him, like, just stand and throw. And I think that really made the difference for me just watching him. And I get it, it's sevens and whatnot. It's not pats. I understand that. But as a quarterback, you can either throw it or you can't. You know, he could throw it. You know, I think there are a lot of balls that uh, he throws that, you know, just simply other quarterbacks of the state can't throw right now. You know, and obviously other quarterbacks of the state, eight six three one eighty five, 185, and doing some of the things he does against 5A competition. And so, you know, that's kind of where I'm giving him the credit here. Now, here's the thing. As a quarterback, you can't decide your line. Unless you're in the pros or even in, on the college level, uh, you know, on the college level, maybe you could uh, – Maybe you could convince some other recruits to come to your school, but even then, as a quarterback, look, you can't control your line. They can only do so much and whatnot. I think as far as linemen blocking responsibilities goes as a quarterback, I mean, know your blocking schemes, right? Uh, If you got to recognize blitzes and whatnot, usually that's the center's job to do. But as a quarterback, I would say it's also your responsibility to know what blitzes and looks are coming at you. I mean, that's probably the extent of it. Let your blockers know and let them block. Other than that, I mean, you got to put your team in situations to score regardless of what you're working with. And so with Austin here, I mean... He has some lower grades for decision-making and stuff like that. I think he's going to get smarter, uh, more mature as a passer. I mean, he's a freshman, so that's inevitable. But I think to really combat some of the situations we talked about, you know, situations where he's absolutely getting hammered or he's staring down receivers in the end zone, um, I would say, you know, hey, learn to be dangerous against the Blitz. Something that separates Joe Burrow from every other quarterback, Joe Burrow from Justin Herbert, for example, is that, in my opinion, Joe Burrow's a smarter quarterback than Justin Herbert. And it's not close. It's always been that way, in my opinion. You know, you watch the way Joe Burrow plays. Some guys will be like, oh, it's a swagger. It's Joe Shiesty. He's just balling out. Obviously, he has a weapons and Jefferson and uh, Clyde Edward Taylor. I'm talking about in college. And then, obviously, going into the pros, you have Jamar Chase follow you, uh, all these guys, you know. the. Fine, that's great. There's there's all that. But the thing that separates Joe Burrow, who is arguably a worse athlete, significantly worse of an athlete, from Justin Herbert, who's like 6'6", 240, runs like a 4'5", could launch at 100 yards down the field. The thing that separates him is that Joe Burrow is so much better in pre-snap reads. And even when things are coming apart, when it looks like it's coming apart, really Joe Burrow is winning. You know, something that Joe Burrow did say earlier in the season was like, Hey, blitz me, see what happens. You know, blitz me, blitz me, see what happens. When teams blitz you, Austin, you gotta take that as a present. When teams blitz you, they're doing the wrong thing. Is what they should is what they should be in when you're on your game. And so to improve on this next level here, you know, you gotta make him pay on uh with when teams blitz you because some of these teams are blitzing and sending more than four or five and that's where they really get to him and that's fine you know and I think part of that is just him not recognizing it and just being like hey I'm just gonna brute force this thing and just stay tough in the pocket deliver the throw." that's fine that's great uh, but that's not always gonna work sometimes you gotta recognize it's a blitz and then from there you know you're basically looking at hot rats and uh looking at reads and I mean you gotta you gotta know who you gotta go to and if that person isn't open especially your primary receivers (laughs) I'm talking to Kai Mack. I'm talking to Pre Jennings, who's going to be there at Mountain View this, or sorry, Mountain Vista this next year. When those guys aren't available, look at your running backs and tight ends and other receivers to get open, as in manipulate the defense of the coverage and look your uh, receivers open there. And so I think that's the next level for Austin Majewski here, like just really, really become somebody that wants to get blitzed. You know, when teams blitz you, they should be scared. You know, they should, they would rather, you should have them in a situation and mindset where they would rather drop eight, nine, whatever into coverage than blitz you. You know, once you start doing that, then I mean, you know, that takes off some of the pressure. You're not having a million dudes in your face. You know, they're rushing two or three. Your line should be handle, should be able to handle two or three, three or four, you know, and then from there that's where you go to work. So uh, if I'm Austin here, like I said, you know, you can't control your linemen, how you know how much work they're putting in in the offseason. Obviously you can hold them accountable, but still even that doesn't mean anything. The best thing you could do is make teams pay when they blitz you, you know, and help out your linemen as well. So that means looking at short routes, you know, knowing your hot routes, looking receivers open, that kind of stuff. That's next level stuff, but here's the thing. We saw him do some of that. We saw him move those two, mat- or uh, sorry, not mat- of View, move those two Castleview View quarterbacks with his eyes. And so he has the ability to do this, and he also has the mental awareness and the IQ to do this as well. You know, But we're talking about trying to get to the next level here. So... That's kind of where I'm at, Cody. What do you think about that? I mean, but that's—I mean, I, I'm trying to make it make it as simple as possible. But I mean, at the end of the day, if they blitz you, that's a mistake. You know, that's a person they're taking off a receiver.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I think that, you know, obviously, the the pass rush and the line was tough this year, but I didn't really I didn't really throw him that bone. I think is a huge difference in in these grades and I think it's because I I've I've seen quarterbacks you know uh do a lot of these things correctly while facing immense pressure and just like you said with with Joe Burrow and stuff I think that there's obviously the opportunity to do such thing and to exploit I mean granted some of these rushes get by with four or three guys too sometimes so that's got to be fixed but um you you got to be able to you know get into your quick rhythm game which I think that he's showing us promise with and uh you know i think that there's a lot to look out for you know just in this league here with these highlands ranch teams moving forward i think it's going to be very interesting for these next few years
0: yeah for sure we'll see i mean you know it's look we talked about it we talked about this highlands ranch uh uh, maybe not league but more like community and whatnot uh it's wide open right you know and so i mean you have valor You know our opinions about Valor. Their coach is taking a job uh, in my hometown. So he's out of there. You know, you have uh, have DJ Bordeaux and Thunder Ridge, you know, uh, high key a lot like uh, Richard Okuno and Caden Shouse in Thunder Ridge, to be honest with you. And so it's going to be a battle. But honestly, I mean, you want to go up against the best competition. I think Austin, he's going to get tested, you know. Um, I'm just going to kind of float this prediction out here. If he has a slow start, uh as the starter to his sophomore year I mean look I think that's part of growing and whatnot as teams like get more film on you especially starting film and whatnot you know they're gonna adjust and so for Austin here he just has to be a step ahead and recognize that and not get frustrated because I think a lot of young quarterbacks sometimes you know hey they get frustrated with that process of growing and you know it it makes things worse and so you got to accept that other teams are just gonna adjust and so for that to happen, I mean, you got to be on your game as well. Uh, which honestly, watching uh, his teammates, uh, that ambush team, uh, play, I was impressed. You know, they were very much on the page. And also, congrats to them. I think they won a tournament down in Texas as well. So that's a good thing. You know, but you wanna you wanna add levels to this. You know, don't settle to be a three read quarterback. You know, two or three read quarterbacks barely make it past college. You know, or barely make it to college, you know. You got to be comfortable going five or six reads deep. Or at least knowing that those reads are there. So, there you go. Uh, That's the expectation. That's where he's at. Uh, I mean, he's not going to be the starter at Mountain Vista. So, there's not too much of an outlook here. But, I mean, right now, like I said, 75.9. I I think I dinged him just a little bit here in my final grade. So, 75.9. He's about a three-star guy. Uh, reminds me a lot of Luke McAllister, like I said, but he could definitely do some things a little bit better than McAllister because of how like early he's starting and how much time he has. McAllister started as a sophomore, I want to say. So you have a year ahead of him, so you should be better, in my opinion. So, yep. Yeah. Any last words, Cody, before you, uh, move on to our other freshman quarterback here?
1: Uh, no, I think I'm ready to, uh, transition. Uh, obviously, shout out Austin and uh, you know his support for uh, Playmakers Corner. Obviously, we appreciate you and uh, hope that you have some uh, takeaways from this. Uh, just uh, push that ball downfield, baby, and uh, that'll that'll be great. But um, talking about freshman quarterbacks on the 5A level, here we're gonna jump into Alex Birch. He, according to his Twitter, is five foot ten, 160 pounds. Uh, you know, all conference. Quarterback here. And, um, you know, looking through some of these games here, he did get the entire season to start. He did hit some road bumps. It was kind of an up and down season, but uh, ultimately, you know, ended on an upset win, I would say, over a league rival. And that's something that you can be really, really happy about. And even in some of these games where they lost, he didn't necessarily perform bad, but uh, definitely a roller coaster of a season. Starting off with his first start in. Against Rock Canyon, this is a team that you know made the playoffs and even won in the first round. And in his first start, you know he went thirteen to twenty-four for one hundred and forty-three yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That's a pretty, I'd say, expected start for most freshmen in their first start and in high school ball. And then in the very next week, he shows significant signs of improvement. I would say against a Rangeview team, and you know that has solid athletes in the secondary and. He still found a way to carve them up, you know, going 14 of 25 for 160 yards and two scores. He was pretty silent in this Arvada West game, Arvada West. I mean, when their quarterback was healthy, I'd say that they were a contender. So there's that, but he didn't throw any picks in this game. So take what you will from that. Then against Boulder, you know, this is the debut that Beckham Kritzak had to experience. And I'm sure that, you know, Alex Birch was pretty happy about this because he also put together a magnificent game against Boulder, throwing four touchdowns to one interception. This is one of his better performances of the entire year. And, you know, uh, the second time that he got to go over 100 in QBR. But uh, a really good TD to INT ratio. And then immediately after that, he goes into the buzz saw that is the Grandview defense and struggles mightily. This may play a factor in some points later because, I mean, look, Grandview's a really, really tough defense. But six of thirteen for twenty-seven yards. Something's got to give here. Uh, you you got to do better than that. Um, but I mean, this is a this is one of the elite defenses in all of Colorado. And you know, like a in all of Colorado football, easily a top ten unit. And I could see a case for a top five unit, borderline even top three. I'm uh, just gonna put that out there. Then against Rocky Mountain, this is where they really just cut them loose here. He had 46 pass attempts, threw for over 300 yards, two scores, no picks. This was a loss, and, you know, the completion percentage kind of hurts a little bit here. But uh, I think that this is promising that they're willing to hand the keys to him. And you see another, you know, 42 attempt game the very next week against Fossil Ridge. Almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And then, you know, this this losing streak kind of continues in it. It, it goes to Pooter where he throws three picks to one interception. I don't know about this game. Um, you know, despite his play, they still only lost by a touchdown. But this is a very winnable game, I think, with Alex Birch and one that you probably shouldn't lose here, especially when your defense, you know, steps it up at least a little bit and holds the other team to a uh, significantly lower score than the previous, you know, three weeks. Then Legacy. He put up a really solid game, you know, 73% completion percentage. It was his highest of the entire year, almost 74%. And, you know, 239 yards, two scores, no, no interceptions. Uh, it looks like, you know, kind of looking at these games here in his rushing stats, they're one of those teams that count sacks as negative rushes. So you can tell against Fossil Ridge, you know, in this eight carries for negative 29 yards, Nathan Hallmark probably has something to do with how this game went. Right, one of our top five senior uh, edge rushers, and then against you know Pooter here a little bit, Um, he also has six carries for negative 13 yards, so probably see some pressure in this. You give him some time in the pocket, like in this Legacy game where it's only three for negative 21, then he puts together a pretty good game, and then once again against Fairview, the ultimate upset here, and a great way to close out the season and a very hopeful way to close out the season. He almost throws for 400 yards, he goes for 382. Two touchdowns, 69% completion, nice. And he also rushes for a touchdown, which, in this game that was decided by five points, that's pretty monumental. Um, Simon, obviously we don't have a playoff game to talk about here um, with Alex Birch, but what do you think of this regular season put together? And uh, just let me know when you're ready to watch these highlights.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, look, <sighs> Um, I mean, he yeah, had about a, as, as much of a um, freshman season as you can imagine. I like that they kind of gave him the keys here and just kept it going. I mean, look, if you have a talented freshman, you got to decide whether you're going to start him on varsity or not. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of, uh, you know, going back and forth with it. I think just make a decisive decision, in my opinion, you know. Um, and then if you can't make that decisive decision, then you're going to pay and I think Horizon, I mean, there were some ups and downs here uh, for, for Alex Birch. But, like, I mean, for working with what he has, I mean, that's pretty good. You know, 2,130 yards, that's really good. Uh, 61% completion rating, 16 touchdowns to five. I mean, that's better than uh touchdown rating, which obviously, I mean, they have completely different stories. So it's, it's tough to compare that in general. So, um, yeah, but look, let's go ahead and hop into it. Alex Birch. here, we have his highlights here. Um, did not get to see him throw too much in person. We knew about him throughout the season and whatnot. You know, he'd have some good games here and there. And so um, other than...
1: Setting Fairview did a lot to put him on our map. Or at yeah. Or least me personally. No, yeah,
0: on the radar for sure. Um, insane, actually. So, um, so yeah. But I'm at 0, zero Cody, whenever you're ready. Uh, let's go ahead and hop into uh, some of this Alex Burch film here.
1: Hey, I'm gonna count. It. I'm gonna count it down. Are you ready for the countdown?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to count it down. Okay, three, two, one. I thought I didn't hit the click button for a second, but we're all right. All right. So I mean, you already see fair that this view. is a uh, spread them out offense, and this is Fairview.
0: Nice smooth nice. little release there, too.
1: That's sweet. I think that might be Landon Loomis on the other end of that catch. Who is a TFG guy, by the way? So look out for him this season. Being uh, Alex Burch is probably go-to guy here.
0: Nice job Whoa. stepping up. Oh, that's a good job. That's near yeah. the back of the end zone here. The receiver had it's
1: to tight, adjust for but it. But it's sweet. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the only place that the receiver can make a play on that ball. This is this one. He decision. just throws it up to his like six foot four <laughs> target here. I think Kramer. He's a big body, so that Oh, okay,
0: okay. okay. I, I'll give him that, then.
1: Yeah, no. He just, he liked the matchup on that. Okay. Alright. Roll out left here. Nice. He's Touch open. a little a little underthrown. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: Push he didn't have to left. put it right on the money because he was so open. So.
0: Just pooter here.
1: Yep, this is the game where he really struggled. Let's see. This is probably his touchdown throw. That's nice. nice. Hey, let's watch Yeah, Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's
0: see that again. Let's see that again. Okay, That's so cool this play by.
1: starts at like 101, basically, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, So it's a rollout left, and he's a right-handed quarterback. This is, Simon, you were kind of talking about this before, where I don't know why teams keep rolling out the right-handed quarterback to the left, but it doesn't matter because, okay, he does this rollout. He flips his hips first off Beautiful. to deliver this throw. Okay. This is what you love to see mechanics-wise, flipping up the hips. This window is not a big window. Um, if you throw it too hard, it's not going to get there. If you throw it too <laughs> yeah. far, it's not going to get there. This receiver literally gets this in by, I think, like, just one foot. Um, oh, he got two feet this, in.
0: He got two feet in. Oh, he got
1: two feet in. So, that's perfect. That's a perfect throw, because if your receiver can get two feet in this close to the boundary, I mean, gosh, this defender, first off, great route by this receiver, just yeah. running the field Excellent and knowing your quarterback. Job. But this is this is an elite throw to the back corner of the end zone. This is a very difficult throw. Not to mention it's one that he has to make on the run. Like, he doesn't set and plant. He just flips his hips for this throw, right? And that... Dude. Dude, this is... This is an A1 throw here. I love this throw.
0: This is an interesting play call. I'm, like, replaying it over and over again. He has two running backs in the back. Two receivers right here. It's, one over yeah, here. Yeah, wait.
1: I didn't even think... Of, yeah, he's got seven protectors but, here. But these
0: two running backs, yeah, they go block instead of running around. This receiver out here is not even running around. Just get, he's just blocking. Destroyed, yeah. Well, no, he's, he's not even running around. He's just blocking. So this is a one-on-one matchup. I mean, obviously, the coaching staff would have to recognize that it is man-to-man for them to make this throw, right? Or call who's this play.
1: Who's the receiver making this catch? I mean... If it's Loomis or Kramer, it makes a lot of sense. They do have some talented pass catchers over there at um, at Horizon, I will say. Kramer being a 1,000-yard guy, they had another senior who, you know, averaged 10 yards a catch, and then Landon Loomis, who we're familiar with. He didn't even play uh, – he only played seven games and still put up 300 yards. So, um, you know – Lots of seniors on this pass-catching list, but also lots of juniors. And I think that's something that you can see for a lot of these freshman quarterbacks is, you know, they have talented pass-catchers to kind of help them out. Some of these more impressive seasons, you know, Nick Stone, top-five guy. Grant Page for Beckham Kritza would have been a top-five guy. Ben Anderson, another solid receiver out there. JR and uh, Jordan Rochelle, you know, that freshman. And here at Horizon, you have Kramer, Loomis, and... Um, Let's see this other guy here uh taggart i want to say or taggart um for for this rising team we had 42 catches so just a quick little note i had to put some respect on on my receivers here but uh what a throw here and um what a, what a route as well you're right interesting play call but i mean he's just like that um i'm at 114 whenever you are ready or if you want to talk about this a little bit more go ahead
0: uh no not not too much here i mean just a good throw here. Is Kramer was a senior this year, right? Yeah. I'm yes, just trying to remember. Was. Ah, that's a shame. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, 2, 1, go.
1: All right. So, yep, I know who the quarterback is. Quick drop, quick release. Nice job. Maybe a little. He could have let it a little bit more, but that's just being nitpicky. Yeah, um, it, was it was good was timing. Yeah. God, these celebrations at the end of the play. Oh. This is the TikTok that I hate to edit. Right, Simon? <laughs> Rolling out left once again, but we're on the right hash. Oh, Under throws this pass to number two here. Uh, that's a sweet grab. Oh, that's a great play by number two on this. Yes. Um, obviously, he got the ball there, but uh, this is the inconsistency part of freshman throwing on the run, right? Yeah, he this could have like waited on that. Rocky Mountain.
0: Oh, this same play. is
1: a sweet throw. That's a sweet throw. Was
0: this the, here? Go back a little bit. Sorry, uh, one fifty-eight. Oh, sorry, one
1: fifty-three. A one
0: fifty-three. Okay. Oh, it's not the same play. Never
1: mind. But it's the same no. Because it's more routes. But I mean, this is a, just a great throw. Yeah, this is the again.
0: same route concept, though. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, same, same route concept. Uh, he's definitely open. Uh, and, I mean, look, this is a really easy pass, I think, that you can put too much juice on and sail out of the back of the end zone, um, especially on the run here. And it's a pass that, you know, if you don't put enough touch on, if you try and do velocity, then maybe one of these defensive backs can make a play on it. But there's just so much touch on this that no matter how fast they run, they cannot make a play on this, on this ball. That's, That's just a perfect good throw.
0: job. Yeah. yeah. All right, Matt, I'm at two minutes.
1: Okay. Um three, two, one. Boom. Great catch too. Yep. Good route runners. Oh, this is fuzzy. <laughs> who is this team? I think this
0: Who is this team?
1: Um...
0: Nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's I mean, so here, let me d- wait, let we, me let me go back. We're, we're
1: analyzing this, right? We're breaking this down. Oh,
0: it's fourth and like nine. Fourth and eight. So first off,
1: so they just call four verts on fourth and nine? Hold on, it's like the last play of the me, game, maybe. Who, who, I'm not really sure. This? I don't know why.
0: I don't know why. I I don't know what team this is, but I don't recognize it because we literally just saw Rocky Mountain before, and this is not their stadium. Or maybe it is their stadium here. Oh, it is Rocky Mountain. I'm tripping. So I don't know who
1: that. Does this game just go into the night? Probably. That yeah,
0: probably so, so this
1: might be like the last play of the game or something. Yeah. Sure, Twenty two like,
0: to thirty-three. He had two touchdowns in this game.
1: So okay. Uh context considered, I'll allow it. Um and considering that they just called a Hail Mary, um, that is kind of where you want to put the ball. Your receiver should probably be a bit further downfield. Um but yeah. this reminds me of that Aaron Rodgers to um was it Richard Rodgers throw against Detroit?
0: Mm-hmm. Just tied on
1: Um yeah, so I, upon further evaluation, don't hate this as much. Um, this isn't a throw that he would do on first down, I'm assuming. So I, I, I'll i call this a wash here. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, it is a touchdown throw. It him. is in front of the defense. He does give his uh, wide receiver a chance to make play on it. Uh, great catch, by the way, by this receiver. He should have kept running a little bit. But, it, but, you know, way to go up there and <coughs> the safety, you're kind of sorry. But anyways. Yeah, um, you should have made that play. Here, <laughs> let's, let's
0: not concede. That's our boy Sean's guy, probably. But, anyways. <laughs> uh, we're, not the worst. I mean, like look, like you said, Cody. I mean, here, well, let's just call it what it is. It's basically a throwaway at this point. If it's fourth down and you're just trying to take a shot here. So it's either near the end of the game or you never really had a chance to win this one so i mean you know i'm not mad at it maybe wait a second more before throwing it because this running back picks no, up the blitzer right you know and yeah, then he
1: probably just gets a little too anxious yeah because receiver
0: had to make a great catch which he i mean he was gonna have to make one anyways but he was like leaning real far back into that end zone here like he like his takes front, off from almost the four or three sorry what were you yeah, gonna say
1: dang. no that's a great i i didn't mean to cut you off that's a great catch by this receiver but and i'm just saying that rocky mountain does run a pretty good stunt here um i mean (laughs) i know that they pick up the blocks but this is a pretty well executed stunt i mean the guard falls down so i bet when alex here sees the guard fall down he's like i need to throw this ball um one of my linemen is literally praying right now uh so but uh yeah this play it's a hard one to evaluate um so i'm just gonna take it with a grain of salt honestly There's obviously critiques on this play, but context, I guess, or whatever.
0: I'm at 220 It's a touchdown.
1: No, it is. It is. It's a score. We'll take it. All right. Um, On your count.
0: 220. You're there.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Ready? Three, two, one, go.
1: Long celebrations.
0: I like these red zone looks here.
1: Yeah, no, these formations are sweet. Uh, play action, boot right. Oh, He's that guard right missed that it...
0: block. I'm sorry. That was, that was a good <laughs> throw and delivery. But I'm like, here, go back just okay, real quick hold on. here. I need
1: to, okay, are we, are we, what are we watching here? It was oh, he bad. He, he whiffs
0: wh- bad. What
1: is going on here? That's I'm the sorry. center, by the way.
0: Why is he That's pulling? The Why is this he so is... deep into the pocket?
1: I think that he could have pushed this. Okay, speaking about the throw, just being nitpicky here. Yeah. Obviously, he doesn't really need to push it further outside, but I'd like to see it further outside.
0: I think. Well, here, here's here's where I'm at. I think he's looking at this corner here uh, in purple, and
1: he's thinking and he that, that he might turn around and make a play on it.
0: Well, yeah, he's thinking this corner is going to pay better attention probably and jump this if he's not ready. But this corner gets a little like, it's, insecure. It's a safe throw. No, it's a good – this is – I think this is the right though. I think, in my opinion, if this corner wasn't so insecure because he was looking at him and then for a minute he, like, like, he tries to put his hand out there and he doesn't feel the receiver, and so he panics. So he turns around to find the receiver here, you know, as he's running around here. And then this is a good throw. I mean, go ahead and release it. Um, I mean, your receiver is going to make a play. This is still on the money here. But also, if that corner was here instead of all the way in the back of the end zone, he'd be right here, able to jump it. So you know, throwing it a little bit lower here so that your receiver kind of falls backwards is not the worst thing, you know.
1: Okay, I see it. So yeah. That that's why that's why we talk through. That's why we talk
0: through it. Um, but also, I'm sorry, 78. I get the block. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is, but that's not it. So, hey,
1: he, he probably heard it from his. You, oh, you imagine this oh, line coach? Oh, man. This that,
0: yeah. This
1: is the play where it's like, we score here despite what you did. That's what the coach probably said word for word. Because I've heard that. I've heard that in those film room uh, dissections here. So, ugh, um, oh, that's tough. But, yes. anyways, Good throw uh, where are you
0: at? I'm at 240. Yes.
1: Okay, let me, let me get there real quick.
0: <clears throat> All right.
1: Okay, on your count.
0: Three, two, one, go. Okay. Still good, though. I see I see where he was going with that. That's good placement. Especially on the run. His throw on the run is pretty It's pretty up it's there. It's
1: nice. It's nice. Quick release Oh, here. yeah.
0: Ooh. Look at this little thing in the way. Here, let's yeah, rewind the, the, that.
1: The horn is in the way. You know what the heck is going on?
0: <laughs> I mean, here, sorry. I'm at 250, by the way. 247, that's when it's Yeah, starts. yeah, we're 15. just
1: rewatching this play, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, quick ah, drop, this is quick a release. And he, he looks left first, right?
0: Oh, does he? Here, let me look at this real quick.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Yeah, he it gives not him not a glance a this, count. Count.
1: this way. So, just a quick glance, which is enough to the safety... Here, let mean, let me the look safety at this has no time. chance at making this throw. Great catch by these... These receivers are nice with it. Yeah, um, they are.
0: This was a good throw, though. I mean, a little a little overthrown. You want to throw it into that breadbasket more like. But um, first I mean, off, great extension by this receiver
1: here. You know, This receiver probably could have kept running and made it, potentially. Maybe. Potentially. It's a little overthrown, I mean, take, not the worst. Take though. the risk out of it. I like that he pushes it outside, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, a lot of quarterbacks on this throw they'll push it a little too far inside where the receiver yeah. can still make a play on it. But the DB can also make a play on it. On this play, despite it being overthrown, the defensive back has no chance at playing this ball at all. No, Like no. literally zero. And so it's kind of what you were talking about earlier where it's like I'd rather see you overthrow it than underthrow it, especially here. Yes. And, you know, especially with this receiving core able to make plays like this. Is this just four verts again?
0: Oh, is it? Ooh. Uh, by the way, way, A minus type of throw it would be an A plus, but you know, just uh, if the receiver didn't
1: bit. have to be a little bit phenomenal here, yeah, um, Dang, great. They're, this they're going deep. All these routes are deep routes. Deep, <laughs> uh, in the immortal words of uh, Mason Austin, deep shots from the beginning. <laughs> uh,
0: well, let's uh, get the stake going. Two fifty three on your account. You got it.
1: Three, two, one.
0: Great catch, though. Yeah. We great. need to make it out to... I need to make it out to a Horizon game.
1: I will be out at a Horizon game. Okay, this is against Boulder once again. This is an interesting. It looks like a and strong look. formation. Okay, Good great. Good block. The blocks. Nice okay. job. Okay. Yeah, that's
0: nice. Yeah, maybe push it a little bit more outside, but not the worst. That's what I
1: was going to say. It's but, an easy I mean, throw, though. This is pretty nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, you know, these throws on the run set him up for pretty easy throws, but he's delivering. You know what I mean? So, oh. Nice oh, job. That's nice. Nice that's job. way nice. Very good Just job. over that linebacker. Yep. We love that.
0: I like it. Like now, this is outputs. building an
1: offense around you. This is what happens when you run the same offense all year with one quarterback. You yes. Get comfortable. Oh,
0: step up that's in that pocket, though. View. Step up in that pocket, but that's yep. a good delivery of the ball.
1: Oh, I, I rewatched that low-key. Oh, here, let's go back a little bit here.
0: Here, let me – I'm just going to point it out real quick, and then we could go. I'm at 346, by the way, Cody. Yep. All right. Um, Look.
1: You're this... right. He, he just stays still yeah. here.
0: Just take a step up, you know. Um, that yeah, might actually go against awareness. I don't know if he knows that guy's coming around. He doesn't. He looks a little too. Mind. He looks a little too comfortable. He looks at him, but that's okay. Still a really good, great delivery though. So I'll, I'll take that. But hey, just step up there, you know, and then deliver it. Anyways, I'm at three fifty. Ready?
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Three, two, one, go! Good catch and reach out by that. Receiver I love the too.
1: enthusiasm of this Horizon <coughs> squad every time they score a touchdown.
0: I do as well.
1: All right, so nice play Boom. fake RPO. That's nice. Boom. Ooh, that's a tight throw.
0: Yeah, that was a li- that was a lot closer than it looked, but very yeah. good job. That corner is a little shorter too, but that's okay.
1: Okay, booting to the oh, short God. side of the field here. Nice throw. Nice. I like it.
0: Nice little rope right there.
1: Okay. okay. Those are Alex Birch's highlights.
0: Well, There's um,
1: a lot to kind of look at
0: here. Yeah, here. I'll replay it while we kind of talk through some of these things here. Uh, <coughs> Okay. Here, let me, let me start with uh, some of the things I know for sure. Uh, throw on the run. I think is easily up there i mean he could air it out you know with some accuracy as well very smooth quick motion you know looks i mean like i said don the run it's always kind of an awkward thing for some players but he does a really good job just getting the ball there you know avoiding the pressure getting the ball there um i this isn't his fault but there are definitely times where i feel like you know maybe you don't have to roll him out all the time um but maybe that's Yeah. And he doesn't have a lot of rushing touchdowns. So maybe that's just a wrinkle in their offense. You know, they're good. And I'm sorry if I'm giving away their secrets here real quick, but maybe they're going to keep rolling him out. And one of these days, uh, they're going to be like, Hey, you know, if there's nobody there, if everyone's in the end zone, go ahead and take your 10 yards and run over a four and get in the end zone, you know, so, or reach over, maybe not run over. So, so there you go. So that's probably a wrinkle in their offense. Not that it's the greatest, I'm just gonna say that. But on the run, I think I'm gonna give him an 8.8. No, nah, let's let's go 8.7. Eyeballed. 8.7. Why? Where, where are you at with that? I put it at a 9.1. That's good. That's okay. I think um, I would like to see more. Is a little
1: small for me to be doing that. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying that. But I'll, that's okay. I'll put it at. I'll put it a flat nine. That's I think okay. it's easily his strongest category here. Mm-hmm. Um. So
0: let's uh, you know. do you want to talk about mechanics next? I think his mechanics are pretty smooth plus fluidity.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's at least an eight something, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think I'm sitting at like an eight too, Um, because, I mean, the thing about him not really planting to throw is that he's being asked to throw on the run. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not his decision. His, yeah. Like that's, that's what he's being asked to do, and he does it really... I'm going to bump it up, actually, to like an 8.5. He's just so smooth. Yeah. Um, quick release. Yeah, Very the release, release is nice. He brings it a little low, but that's okay.
0: Oh, here. I'll, I'll, I'll meet at a 8.5 here. It looks a lot like Greg. It reminds me a little bit of Greg Garza here, personally. So, except um, I mean, a little faster. I,
1: Five foot hundred and sixty pounds. That's that's great, Garza-ish too, right? So
0: yeah.
1: <sighs> um, let's see here. Okay, arm power. I. Uh, this is one of those things where, he ha- he shows the ability to really throw some ropes. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um and show flex some of that velocity, and he does throw it down the sidelines pretty well. But he doesn't really. There's not a whole lot of like 50 yard bombs on it on his film, so I get. I'm giving him like an 8.1 right kind of okay. out where I think it's 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 pretty good, but there's room for improvement. You know, it he's not like taking the top off the defenses like every other like some of these quarterbacks that we see. You know, like Keegan Patterson, right? Uh, you talk about elite arm power. He's somebody who's pushing it down the field constantly. And that's why mm-hmm. he gets like a 9-3. You look at a Greg Garza, who's able to throw like 50 yard bombs at this same frame, you know what I mean? Um, and also show some velocity on comeback routes. That's what a nine looks like to me. And I think that this is just one step below a nine.
0: Agreed. Uh I'm giving him an eight point three on that arm power. There's room for improvement. I mean, he's a freshman. He'll get he'll get bigger. I think <laughs> uh, his frame, by the way, at 510-160. That's probably more realistic for your typical freshman. So, you know, you're working yeah, with I what just... you got. You know, that's just what it is. You're working with what, with what you got. I feel like these last couple weeks, I mean, we've just had some absolute, like, tanks out here. You know, between Bordeaux, Palladino, Cancoupe, even Majzuski, uh, or Austin as well. So, that probably he affects just... arm power just a little bit here. He'll get stronger. So, I'm not, like, tripping over it. But I would like to see him go vertical, you know, yep. as in 40- 40... 30 plus. Probably 40 plus. We'll say that.
1: Simon, Since you brought up his frame, uh, I think that this is a good time to bring it up. I just give him the same score as uh, Greg Garza here. I'm giving him a 5, which is what I gave Garza. Um, And since we're talking about frame, and this is the lowest grade that we've given him so far, I kind of want to talk about things that I do think need improvement. And this play that's at least playing on the stream that I'm watching right now, where he doesn't Notice this pressure really. I think that pocket awareness is something that he needs to work on. And part of that reason, I will admit, is because I mean, he's rolling out a lot, but that doesn't really give you an opportunity to, you know, show great awareness. But I will say, uh, this is like, I don't know how you kind of feel on this, but I feel like his pocket awareness needs work, but his pocket movement is good because his pocket yes. movement is adaptive to his rollouts. No, agreed. Uh, he doesn't step up a lot, so I'm not going to give him a crazy high grade. But I want to yeah. say his pocket awareness, being something that needs a little bit more work and tuning, I probably want to give it like... And he sent, he either doesn't sense the pressure or he feels it way too hard. So I want to give his awareness in the pocket probably like a 4.7 is what I'm going to land on. But I'll give his pocket movement like a like a point maybe like a 6.8 okay No, I'm gonna go
0: 6.4 I'm rounding up uh, just barely I gave him a 5 pocket awareness 7 pocket movement we've seen him okay. do um, the movement and what I think I just want to see a little bit more um also by the way you know when you're moving up in the pocket you don't always have to do that just to throw deep or throw medium you know you can move up in the pocket as you're going through your reads and still throw your check down eventually and so it's kind of something i want to see as well but seven for pocket movement i know he could do it you know he looks solid doing it five pocket awareness probably with the potential to be a little bit lower there are just times where i feel like he's not sensing the pressure you know, yeah. either that or he's in denial, <laughs> and he's he's just, you know, <coughs> gonna, what is it, brute force it, you know, but whatever. You know, I mean, look, as a quarterback, you got to recognize defenses. Even if you don't have the greatest awareness, like you could just sense that pressure, at least know when they're sending one or two more guys. Now, there are a couple ways here where, you know, he knows that they're sending one or two more guys, and it's because they're rolling out. You know, and so I think that's something that he could probably develop a little bit more on his own here and uh, get better. So, yeah, but uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Five and seven, very similar. Um, by the okay. way, I gave him a five for frame and size. That's because that's what I gave Greg Garza. I think they're about the same okay. size. Uh, Garza might be a little bit bigger, though. So, not like a lot, but, you know, he's up there. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, do you want to talk arm accuracy real quick here? Yeah, I think he he throws on the money a lot. You know, a lot of his uh, throw on the run um, ability, especially when it comes to accuracy, I kind of put in that category. But just in general, just standing and throwing. I mean, for the most part, it's I. Right. It could be a little bit more consistent with ball placement when he's not throwing on the run. That yeah. is. But for now, I think a six point five is I. Right. You know, it could be better. In my opinion um but it could also be worse you know i think for now it's gonna it's gonna do but i think as you know you are given more opportunities to kind of just set and throw you know i i'd like to see where he's at there um actually you know what i'm gonna give him a little bit more slack here just go 6.8 um i want to see more consistency you know when he's not rolling out because i think a lot of quarterbacks they roll out they get used to throwing on the run that's fine Thing for him. I want to see more just set and throw type of stuff. You know, I want to see if he can hit an out route straight up because uh well, without running with the route as well because we didn't really see that at all. What do you think?
1: I I gave him just a, a little bit higher of a score uh, on the 7.4, mainly just because I mean, I know what you're saying that a lot of it is a throw on the run, obviously, and there are throws that I want to see him make that he doesn't make in this film. But he does wow me with with ball placement. And that's what earns him at least that seven. Is just like, you know, those corner of the end zone throws where I'm just like, that's that's amazing. That's a, that's a good throw. But then you lose a little bit of the consistency. And this will kind of tie in with timing a little bit too. But on some of these uh, deeper throws where their receivers kind of have to adjust pretty abrasively to where the ball is, that's where the arm accuracy struggles a little bit. And actually with that last play, I'm going to put it down to a 7.3. So we're only a half point difference here. And I think That's that this fine. is a great time to talk about uh, timing on throws. I think for what he's asked to do, he does a phenomenal job um, at throwing when he needs to throw and delivering the throws that he's asked to throw. And so for that, I did give his timing a 7.8. Uh, I do think that it does need some improvement. He does show you know, slight under throws here and there, but... It's not enough for me to call it bad or anything like that. I think that it's above average to good. And, you know, I think that his timing is in his bag. And, you know, I'm even – I'm tempted to put it at 8, but I'm, I'm going to keep it at a 7.8 and see what Coach V thinks here.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I could see it. I have him at 7.3. A little bit more critical here. I mean, it's not like – I'm just going to be real. It's not like he's throwing a lot of passes here that require – Great timing, like deep digs out stuff like that. Um, even this little like rollout and throwing this hitch here uh, could have been a lot better. You know, I mean, he threw it really low well, first yeah, off. So there's accuracy.
1: Dropping my score to like seven point
0: five. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you know, it could be better. I I really want to see him work that medium throw game here. Um, I know he could throw it short. I mean, you know, I know he could throw on the run. I know he can't throw it just a little bit deep here, but I think what I really want to see here, um, when I do go out to a game and evaluate him, and you know, I want to see some of these medium throws. I want to see like, hey, you know, can you hit this dig route? You know, that's that's a route that you know players and scouts and coaches look at in the combine. You know, uh, I saw I saw this video about you know throws that really make you stand out at the combine, and the ones that you know really like make you stand out as far as timing goes and what a lot of scouts grade uh when it comes to timing is whether they could throw the dig out and i think it's deep corner uh, corner post or something like that and so if you could throw those routes with great timing you know it'll show if you can't throw with great timing then you're either going to overshoot it or most likely undershoot it as uh, you know you're trying to impress and you'd rather complete the pass especially if there's no defenders and so those are the routes that are very telling when it comes to timing and i just didn't see a lot of those and i i need yeah. to see more you know so that's kind of where i'm at as far as timing is uh, not horrible i mean it's up at 7.3 but could be better for sure
1: he's like the, the dream quarterback for the Cherokee <laughs> Trail offense, honestly, which yeah. obviously free agency doesn't exist in high school football. Otherwise, I think Alex Birch could actually push Cherokee Trail further in the playoffs. But, um, you know, uh, that's kind of what that reminds me of, is watching Logan Brooks' film and just looking at the offenses comparably. I don't want to compare Alex to Logan because, honestly, I have him graded higher than Logan Brooks. But um, that's kind of what it reminds me of um fair enough that brings us to to two final categories here which is decision making skills and scramble ability i'm going to start with scramble ability he only has one rushing touchdown this entire season but you know you kind of have to think that there is some athletic potential here with with how many rollouts he had and so i you know basing it off of a little bit what i obviously whenever i do this i have other quarterbacks grades pulled up and you know, make sure that I'm consistent with my grades here. I think that given the opportunities that he has and you don't see a lot of running, it's not what he really wants to do, but I think he has the capability to do it based off of just his athleticism. So I'm giving him a 4.6. It's not a threat, but I think that as far as like what you want your typical quarterback to kind of be able to do, I think that, you know, he could pick up like four yards here, you know, slide kind of thing is is what I kind of envision where he's he's not really built to do it, but he will if he needs to, and he's athletic enough. And he's not really – I don't really want to call him a pocket quarterback because of how much that they have him roll out. Um, But I don't really see him run either, so it's hard for me to grade him much higher. I might even drop it to a 4.4. Okay. So if you Uh, want to talk about that and then jump into (laughs) decision-making skills.
0: Yeah, I'm giving him a 7.5. He could definitely move like – Whenever he's rolling out, it's not like he's getting, like, clobbered by a lineman or a linebacker. Like, he's outrunning them. If he really wanted to, most of these little rollouts and dump-offs, he could run it in himself. You know, so if you want a stat pad there, you can. But, you know, I like it. He's being more of a pass-first type of guy. So I'm giving us him a 7.5. I feel like he could really get out there and move, though. You know, I mean, he, he looks real fluid in his movement and whatnot. So... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, give him a 7.5 there. Decision-making, I'm kind of going to be a little bit tougher on the, you know, partly the coaching staff and him as well, you know, but I'm giving him a 5 for now. I feel like this offense was really limited. I'm just looking through, I mean, I'm looking through his reel. I'm looking through some of the plays. You know, I found some other um, games earlier and whatnot. I mean, I just feel like there are times where this offense is very, like, Like, they're working one side of the field, especially when they're in the red zone, and you know it. And what they're trying to do here, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to catch, you know, the defense in man. You know, they're going to force them to really get into man and whatnot and rip them apart while they're in zone. But, like, I just feel like there are times where it's just so, like, maybe one or two reads here. Maybe not one read, but, like, two or three reads here, you know. Some, and one of those reads is like like this RPO that he's running right here where like you either hand it off or you go run it in yourself uh, or or you throw it, you know. And so very, very simple play calling. I'd like to see them open up the playbook here. Um, I noticed that they are dropping a lot of players into uh, – not dropping them into, but like making them block instead of going out for routes. And so that obviously takes away receivers and whatnot. And so – if I'm Birch here, I'm like, hey, coach, let the running back go. Let me beat out the defender. I got the defender. I'll make him miss. Then that way I have another receiving option rather than making two reads and whatnot because the better defense will look at that and be like, or a Grandview defense will look at that and be like, well, we have players that could cover everybody. So, boom, read one, taken out. Read two, taken out you know, and then then what's left, you know what I mean, and that's where you're in a tough situation. so I'd like to see this offense get a little bit more complicated here, and so for that, I'm giving him a 5, because I feel like I just can't grade him higher, because it's not like these reads are crazy, plus I kind of feel like he relies on his receivers to make pretty excellent plays a lot in the red zone, which isn't the worst thing, but I, I mean, it's not him making a great decision. It's him seeing one on one and being like, hey, I'm going to throw it to him. And that's fine, you know, but he's not looking to, you know, receivers open. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's not as big a slight to him as it might feel. Uh, what do you think about that, though, Cody?
1: Playbook, playbook, playbook. Um, this is a reoccurring problem throughout Colorado football, obviously. Uh, I still gave his decision making skills a 5.8 because I feel like the decisions that he's being asked to make he's doing a pretty solid job. Um, like some of these four verts plays, I think that he's throwing it to the correct receiver, which is obviously a good sign. Um, you know, he's throwing it to the most open or the one with the best matchup. And that is a decision to make. Um, so I think that for what he's being asked to do, he's doing an excellent job at it, but I do want to see an expansion of decisions to be made. Uh, what, even if it's consistent RPOs, you know, that's one more layer that we can kind of add on. Um, but yeah. uh, you know when he's asked to make those quick reads i think that he does a good job with that and um you know when he's rolling out i think that he does a good job of you know i, I mean he has shorter routes open on these you know what i mean yeah uh, he does a good job of making the correct read on those even you know those like uh, those two routes at the same time it's not a lot but i think that what he what he's asked to do he does a good job at which is why i give him a 5.8 and um ultimately why my final grade here for Alex Birch is a 67.9. I think he's a good quarterback. <laughs> I
0: gave him a 69.1. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, look, it's it you similar. Be difference here.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. honestly, just looking at it, man, I mean – some of this play calling and then look if you can't master the playbook if the reason that you know the play calling is limited is because of you then obviously you need to put in work right you got to show coach like hey this is easy you know and first off i do want to give the coaching staff some you know credit like hey they're giving him opportunities to throw it they're giving him some pretty easy concepts that are like you know they're easy to like read when it's a one-on-one when it's man-to-man you know It's a good freshman year
1: playbook, is what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, especially when you have a guy, you know, who you really want to settle into this role at quarterback, obviously not just as the passer, but as the leader of this team and stuff like that, so you don't want to put more pressure on him than you want. Um, but I kind of wish that down the line that they added a little bit more there you know they added some the uh, concepts that you know mountain Vista would draw up from uh austin here and whatnot because I just feel like it's uh, it's a little limited you know and so a little limited and so I think that definitely hurts him and some of these grades could be higher if he was running a more complex playbook I'm just gonna throw that yeah. out there so yeah
1: I, I believe in him to make all these plays and all these throws, but it's one of those things where we can't really just give it to him um, no. without seeing an expansion, especially on the decision-making. Um, that's the that's the big kind of thing. Oh, squatting 335. Good job, Alex, in the weight room, putting in that work. It's pretty good. Um, speaking of, um, so th- those are our final grades outlook here is important with Alex and here's why leading running back senior leading receiver one senior leading receiver two senior fifth leading receiver who caught a touchdown senior uh, an- two other guys who caught touchdowns also seniors they're returning two pass catchers who had a combined four touchdowns and 500 yards which is more fortunate than some teams yeah but they're look Alex, you got to be ready to take this thing over because, I mean, look, there's just not a lot of receivers in the state who are built like Blake Kramer was at six foot four. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there weren't a lot of receivers who were built like that who you could throw those jump balls to. I mean, even William, you know, he's 5'11", 185 pounds. He's stout. Landon Loomis, he's good. Okay? Yeah, he's uh, a good receiver. We've seen him put in work I- for TFG. He's fast too. So, he's going to open up opportunities for you to push the ball downfield, and you just better be ready to do that because this offense is just going to look very different. Not only because you're a sophomore now, but because the talent and the build of this roster is significantly changed. This was a team that, you know, kind of struggled in the run game. There is, I mean, you know, Brooks here, this yeah. senior running back, he ran for 11 touchdowns. After that, it's a pretty significant drop off. The other three. Runners had won. So you're hoping that this, you know, running back who's up next is ready to take on, you know, it's a pretty light workload here at Horizon. They like to throw the ball, obviously, um, with almost 300 attempts for Alex in his first year. But I mean, this is going to be a huge, massive, maybe even one of the biggest prove it years of any player that we've dissected heading into this next year, simply because so much is changing. I mean, you know, Beckham, he did have some receivers graduate, but he has Rochelle for for the next few years. You know what I mean? Uh, we know some of those wide receivers are going to be at Thunder Ridge for DJ Bordeaux heading in. We know that, I mean, Pine Creek is one of the most stable programs in the entire state in any level of football, so Cameron Cooper's got that going for him. Blake Paladino going into one of the best offensive systems in the state at Dakota Ridge. Even Austin, Moders- uh, Austin um, you know... <laughs> Don't, don't, don't do me like that. just keep Uh, going, just just keep going, you're good. Austin has Ja'Kai and Japri. I mean, he's losing Nick Stone, but he has those guys that are his class. You know, those are his great guys, and then Japri, who's also young, and, you know, just a lot of experience throwing to those same guys. Alex, I mean, he has Landon Loomis, but then after that, who's the next guy up? Because Landon's going to be a senior, too. So, Alex, he definitely has quite a road ahead of him, but if he focuses on these things, and if the coaches open up the playbook for him, I think that that's going to help him out quite a bit. That's yeah. my huge outlook here on Alex Birch. Um, oh, no, for it's, sure. It's, it's, it's very playbook-reliant, and obviously every every quarterback's personnel-reliant. But this is a lot of turnover for one, from one year to the next. And this is a Horizon program that, I mean, their last winning season was basically when I was a senior in high school. So, me not too. calling me old... But this Horizon team, they're looking for their their savior here. And Alex, you you either are or you aren't that guy. Um, so that's that's where that's where this is at.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you're losing oh. some guys. What was that?
1: I just need to catch up on this. Uh, I just need to catch up on this chat. Uh, yeah, you guys I was do looking your breakdown, right then I'm going <coughs> to shout this out. You're good. Uh, look.
0: You're losing some guys, but next year shouldn't be the biggest drop off. I want to see some improvement here. Like, look, uh, I'm not going to put too much blame on the coaching staff. I feel like I'm always critical of coaching staffs, especially in Colorado. Um, I definitely give them way less, (laughs) way less, um, you know, leeway than uh, some flag football coaches in Florida, in my opinion. And so, look, with Alex Burch here, man, if. You're not ready and whatnot, and the reason they're calling a conservative play calling or a conservative plays, if that's because of you, I mean, fix it, you know? Hey, if you want to be able to throw it deep, you know, if you want to run more complicated concepts, you got to prove it to the coaching staff. You got to prove that this should be bread and butter right here. You know, all these little rollout, RPO looks, short passes, whatever, you know. That should be stuff you, that you're adding on as, like, first down type of plays when they first kick it off to you. And then you build off of that, you know. You layer, you layer some of these concepts here. Because there are, you know, there. it's not the worst concepts to be running. There are some teams that run uh, a lot simpler, or they can't even run these. You know, and so there's credit, you know, there, but that's not saying a lot. You know, you want to play at a high level, um, and you know, if you want to be a high level quarterback, you got to prove it uh, mentally. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of just where I'm at. I mean, look, it's never a bad thing to trust your receivers and whatnot, uh, obviously, especially in the red zone. But I mean, look, you got to you got to develop as a quarterback eventually. You know, Blake Barnett, he eventually moved on from relying too much on his running backs and whatnot, and he turned into his own guy. And so for Alex Burch here, obviously he's a freshman and whatnot, but, you know, I would say the general, like, vibe here is that next year you got to take a step forward, you know. A lot of this little dink and dunk stuff, it's cool, you know, Uh, he makes some great throws here and there, but you got to take that to another level and show, you know, coaches that, yo... I can hit these uh, digs, I can hit these outs, I can hit these post corners, you know, because I'll I'll make, um, honestly, I'll make defenses pay if it's one-on-one, you know, make that your bread and butter, and then from there, uh, you know, dissect zones and whatnot, get your pre-snap reads down, and so, look, I think, just watch again, I like the mechanics, Now, like uh, relatively the arm power, accuracy, uh, arm talent there in general, uh, his athleticism, I think from here on out, I just need to see him be, uh, make some IQ plays at quarterback, you know, continue to develop there, learn that playbook, uh, and learn defenses too. You know, that's a very underrated thing that I think some quarterbacks don't really look at. Like, they'll learn their playbook and master it and know, you know, what receivers to throw to when it's not there, but they're not willing to learn a defense and be like just know what the defense is running. You know, be a DC in your own mind and know where those weaknesses are instead of, you know, just relying on your receiver to win a one-on-one matchup or a 1v2 matchup. So so yeah. but uh, a lot of potential here though. You know, they're
1: that's a that's a great comparison that you brought up by the way, Simon. Well they're not
0: <laughs> I he's not. Well, Blake I just Barnett. mean
1: situation wise, yeah. Yeah, like freshman year, we were like, Hey, we need to see some expansion in decision making and you know, being that guy and uh, you know, running a little bit of a different offense and stuff like that. And I, I just mean as far as like expectations heading forward for Alex Birch and the expectations that we had for Lake Barnett heading forward were pretty similar.
0: Yeah, they're reasonable. You know, they're. I think they're reasonable. I mean, with Barnett, we expected him to take a step forward. Obviously, Mason Beebe wasn't gonna be there anymore, so he he was kind of pushed into that spot where, like, yeah, you gotta take a step forward. Cause what's the point of us just running it and then us having a running quarterback, but we can't pass it, even though we have all these pass catchers like Ahxiger uh, and whatnot, you know? So, you know, it's. I think it's. We're, I don't think we're asking too much here out of him. I think. You know, this is pretty typical out of most freshman quarterbacks. Not just in Colorado, but around the country. You know, you usually start conservative, build that confidence, you know, help him earn his swagger. And then you go from there. You know, you get you get better. You find a way to get better. So, so yeah. But we'll see. I think he's a sleeper. I think when it comes to freshman quarterbacks, and we're guilty of it. I'm guilty of it, obviously. I mean, we give a lot of attention to Beckham, to Austin, um... Uh, Heidel from Ponderosa. You know, we give them a lot of attention, and then Alex Birch is kind of, you know, he's he's on the back end of some of these things. But I think they have a good thing going over there at Horizon. You know, but don't get it twisted. You still got to prove yourself. You know, he's not at a program like a Fairview that we know is good at passing, right? Um, he's not even at Mountain Vista, who has such a great culture, you know, and have that built right now. You know, he's at a program in the Horizon that, you know, he's going to need to put in work with. You know, he's going to have to take it personally and get better. Uh, look at Jason O'Reilly and what he did with Golden, you know. It wasn't going to be given to him there. He had to get better, and he did. You know, he grew with his squad and whatnot, rocked with that squad, even though he could have played for any other school, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to throw all that out there, and uh, we'll see what happens, you know. Yep. Anything else you want to add on here, Cody? Before we uh, wrap this live stream up, I think – I mean, honestly, I don't think there's too much more here, you know.
1: Uh, Thank you, chat. Uh, I'm not used to the chat being this active, so I just want to shout out uh, Dre611 for, uh, you know, pumping up his boy Alex here. And, you know, uh, I love this commentary here. Colin Picasso with that touch. Mechanics are solid. Uh, Repping 225 on bench. That's nice. And uh, all the way from Louisiana, apparently. So, thank you, Dre, for tuning in. Um, And thank you guys for joining in the chat. Sorry I responded so late. I'm not used to it being that active. So, that's something that I'll have to keep an eye out for uh, next time. And in my defense, I'm grading a quarterback here. So, cut me some slack. Um,
0: We're doing our jobs.
1: uh, Yeah. (laughs) That we don't get paid for. (laughs) Well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, if uh you feel bad for for us uh us, as poor poor podcast hosters here uh go ahead and show us some love via social media twitter facebook instagram playmakers corner you can find us anywhere on there we're also on TikTok as well as youtube posting content if you haven't already make sure to subscribe or follow or like our twitch as well so that we can work our way towards being partners So those are all of our video outlets to watch stuff like that, as well as Instagram, obviously. And if you like all those, then go ahead and listen to our other episodes that we post to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Anchor. And make sure that if you're already listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any of those podcasts, that you're following, liking, or subscribing on any of those, so you get notifications for all of our latest episodes. Gosh, I feel like such a... I feel some kind of way always doing this outro now. It feels so corny and cheesy, but don't let that stop you from going and finding all of those resources. Am I sellout?
0: outside? Um, no, I'm kind of surprised you haven't said this uh, yet, but happy International Women's Day, uh, by the way. So um. Yes,
1: oh my gosh, obviously. Happy International Women's Day. God, you make me sound sus when you said happy uh women's month.
0: Y'all he doesn't even know. See we have it on we have a clip clip that clip that we look look at him. Look at him right now. Hey, shout out to our homegirl Devin Silvestri. Hopefully getting that dub in our home opener tonight. Um as Florida football gets started here. Um yesterday and today. So so yeah, oh look Just our views went up by nine <laughs> to
1: celebrate women's history month. Make sure that you're listening to history happen live on our NAIA Women's Flag Football recaps on Fridays. Yes. History in the making.
0: Literally in the making. So, yeah, uh, second year, and they uh, are doing all that great stuff. Power rankings coming out pretty uh, – they, they'll always come out on Fridays. Playmakers of the Week will come out Fridays. Um, I need to run this by you. I need to run this by our team, Cody. But I would also like for us to get – to, to vote on Playmakers of the Week at the high school level nationally as well, uh, as uh, some teams are getting started. Like I said, Florida, Nevada finished their season. Uh, congrats to those state champs. Arizona's going right now. I know Hamilton's playing tonight. Um, so hopefully, I mean, best of luck to them and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Full thing, we'll be on YouTube. Like Cody said, subscribe, like, comment, all that great stuff. You know, and uh, we'll catch y'all later. We'll see you next week. Peace.